When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. It's one of Lake Worth's biggest landmarks. I mean, to take that away from a city that, you know, doesn't have the Gulf Stream anymore, our pools shut down, you know, it's just taking away another landmark of ours and we, it's, we can't have that. There's another one of the Lake Worth residents, no, I'm not saying Lake Worth Beach, showing up to try to save Benny's. A crowd of what, 50 strong last night? Yeah, you know what? Mostly the, servers, kids, that's okay. It looked like, wait, you know what? How many other places do you know, or, or causes do you know, that get a bunch of people like that to show up at a city council meeting yeah. in their support? That's true. Other than, you know, when there's a teacher's negotiation going on or something, you know, and all the teachers show up. There's some but, big controversy. Yeah, it's, yeah, but it's usually members of a certain group that do it, not, you know, patrons of a restaurant. Whether it be you know neighbors and friends, regardless, they got people to show up, which was pretty cool. It it, sh- it shows how popular the place is. They've been there forever. When did they say? When did they open up? Eighty seven or something? It was like ridiculous. They've been there forever. the 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 case in point is they got a t- the city wants a ten year lease. Benny's on the beach has been negotiating with them the the owner, and apparently they can't come to how much the rate the rent should go up each and every year. Because they obviously the city wants to make more money and they want to make sure it's equitable for them as well. So, I I don't know. I I know it's a Lake Worth story, but I think it's indicative of everything that happens down here. You can't keep landmarks going, and and that stinks. Work with them, whatever it is. Here's I, I think this is the crux of the problem. The city's the landlord, and I don't think they're business people. They really don't. Well, they got them a little slack, get a little bit less money, so that you can keep them there for a longer time. Because in the long run. The ancillary money is going to be more tourism in. Listen to this lady. You know what she wants in that spot? A pool. They used to have a pool, and then they closed it down, right, when they redid it? You know right? why? Because it wasn't bringing in any money. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Thank you for standing up for the folks in this city who would prefer a new pool at the beach rather yeah. than renewing a sweetheart deal lease for a man making millions off of our jewel of a beach. <laughs> he's making millions. Oh, he's, yeah. By the way. Why would you want a successful businessman? They voted originally not to extend the lease. That was, they were raising the rent by 33%. Yeah, and I don't know, unless this that's guy- That's a was, lot of money. Unless this guy was paying like a, a dollar a month, that's, wow. a, that's a, a ridiculous increase to yeah, throw it, at anybody. It, it, was that it, like every year it went up 33%? Can that's you imagine crazy. negotiating with local yokel city officials for a rent increase as a business person? That would drive me out of my skull. Wow. It just would. Yeah, you're probably right. So- We'll see. They said uh, they negotiated. They listened to both sides last night. We'll see. They said by next week they'll have an idea of what's going to happen. Here's, I get a uh, feeling Benny's is moving. I mean, it might be. I, I wouldn't blame the guy. Just get out of there. All right. Get ready for Olive Garden on the beach. Here you go. Oh, my gosh. Or no. empty. How about that? What if it's empty? Well, and that's the thing. You know what? Don't bite off the hand that feeds you, so they say. You know, unless you get somebody, like, on the line, mm. you shouldn't be messing with Benny's. They think, they think somebody's just going to pop right in. No guarantee. No. Especially ne- negotiating with that kind of price. Because only the only thing I could imagine that could go in there to do it is a massive national chain well, restaurant. They're, they're the only ones that could probably afford it. 
So you're right. Olive Garden on the beach may not be far off. Here's a uh, Lake Worth City Commissioner with his take. We need to, you know, not sell ourselves short on that most valuable asset. And we need yeah. to make sure that we get uh, paid a reasonable rate so that we can reinvest it in a building. Sure it is. Absolutely yeah, we understand do. that. But, but you know but what? If you chase away a local landmark, you're going you're gonna to shoot yourself in the foot even more. And what about loyalty? Yeah. You know, the, the, Benny's has been around for a long time. They lost John G's. Oh, and yeah. I think it was already the same thing. It was when they redid the casino. I think they raised the rent so high. And then John G's had to move while they were doing the renovations. And they moved up the street, uh, up into Manalapan, across from Old Palm Beach there. And they do well. It's a bad time to be chasing away renters, by the way, commercial renters. Real bad. Because there are less and less places that are actually looking to expand. Just, we're, we're heading for a commercial real estate crisis. And they want to chase these people away? You know what? And, and take another look at how many restaurants have closed. Oh, my God. Since COVID. I mean, there's a, there was a great little Italian place near me, and it's closed already. I'm like, come on. Now they got a Greek place going in. I'm like, stop. I was like, finally got a good restaurant near my house, and they closed it. I'm like, okay. Well, at least it, but in that case, it's being filled again by something. True, Most of them aren't. It sat empty for a very long time. And how many restaurants, you know, just in my little part of the world closed wow. during COVID because they couldn't handle it or businesses? And you're right. And now you're messing with somebody who's been there a long time. So. I mean, I see both sides, but you gotta you gotta be somewhat logical about it. Come on, yep. Let Benny stay. All right. Uh, here's this thing that's going to. It's, it's not the most important story in the world, but I, I think it's interesting, and I would love to see. I'm telling you, they should make it like a tele movie about this thing on Netflix. This Ed Sheeran trial, and it is. It's a trial. He said it again yesterday in New York in the courtroom. He's going away. His career is over. And this guy's a major pop star. If he loses this copyright infringement lawsuit over the estate of the co-writer of Marvin Gaye. Yeah, it's uh, one of the plaintiffs, the daughter of Ed Townsend. He co-wrote Let's Get It On. Yep. Okay, it's his daughter that's suing Ed Sheeran. And Ed Sheeran's been on the stand for a while, and he said, you know, everyone use, he says, when I write music, I start with four basic chords. And that's when he attacked that musicologist guy. He said, you have this guy over here who's a, a musical expert. If you guys think this guy's an expert, then there's something wrong with you. Because this guy's trying to say it's not those four chords, it's this minor this minor note that comes after the four chords that appears all through let's get it on that just so happens to appear in thinking out loud and ed sheeran said you're crazy it doesn't it doesn't exist they're playing the mashups and this is part of the court case why they this lady from the estate of the co-writer thinks she's owed something they're doing a mashup of uh ed sheeran over Let's get it on. Okay. Which is automatically going to sound similar because it's a similar chord structure. Most songs are. There's like four main ones, but this, this is the first part of what it sounds like. I've been really trying, baby. So that's Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran's the the music loud, part yeah. of thinking out the music part of thinking out loud with "Let's Get It On" the vocal over it. To try, they were trying to make the point that you, you know the chord structure is the same. Here, okay. Here's the part where it's Ed Sheeran over the other part of Let's Get It On. Why did they just sell that as a duo? Because it sounds awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, it was the rest of it. That's the point they're trying to make. That it's like, come on, huh? First of all, he didn't even have the intent to write the same song. 
But he's he's also saying at the same time he said and he played he he played a bunch of his other music. He goes, "This is how I write a song. Right. I start with these chords. Everybody starts with the same chords because <laughs> there's four of them that everyone starts with like basic building blocks, and then you go on from that. And so he, I guess he's been serenading the the jury through the whole thing. I can't imagine he's going to lose based on what you just played. I don't know. I wonder. Have Depend, you ever depends seen on the jury, but but again, he's got the advantage of he's been performing for him for a week. <laughs> yeah, in a courtroom closed uh, you know it's it's like holy cow but then again you know you never know what actually <laughs> else is being said wow who knows have you ever seen him in concert no he is ed sheeran is a massive massive star though well a lot of the songs he wrote he gave to other people that made huge, huge hits out of him so this may i mean honestly if he loses this get ready for like ai generated music <gasps> people are just going to back out of it now I, for fear of being sued how I mean, why is this person need money? I mean, I why are they going know. after it, Sharon? Saw a golden they don't like redheads. A golden parachute. Jeez, come on, huh? I don't know. Leave him alone. Uh, what's the effect of the writer's strike? Any of your favorite shows going to be affected? Because that's going on. What did David Letterman say about it back in 2007? The last writer's strike. A little time machine. Interesting. Next, and our online is online ordering ripping you off at restaurants. Really? One guy's got a theory, and he says he can prove it. Wow. Some okay. big restaurants named on this, too. Interesting. That and more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Thank you, Jennifer. Correa, that is. Not RJ Row. Thanks for the forecast. Sounds drier and nice. Sounds excellent. The South Florida Morning Show. There's Jen. There's Diener. I'm Bill. Well, let me tell you something. We were talking about this off the air like two minutes ago. We have a very, very big percolating story here locally with a very prominent local politician. And how is it not insider trading is my question. Well, the question is, it, it, it surely looks like it. However, you have to prove that it actually took place because I don't think she had the wherewithal to know unless she knew somebody on the board of each of these entities, which could very well be the case. Or her stockbroker knew people. Talking about, talking about uh, Florida Democrat local district Lois Frankel revealing that she had dumped First Republic Bank stock prior to its collapse this week. That just happened. And here's the, here's the real gotcha. Yeah. Purchased J.P. Morgan stock before J.P. Morgan purchased First Republic. Hold wow. on now. Hold I on. like that. <laughs> the heck is going on? Yeah. According to a financial disclosure report, and this is from CNN, by the way. Wow. Don't think it's a biased news story because it's one of theirs. A financial report disclosed on uh, April 28th, Frankel sold between 1,000 and 15,000 in First Republic stock on March 16th, bought between 1,000 and 15,000 in J.P. Morgan stock on March 22nd. Her quote to CNN is that her quote, account is managed independently by a money manager who buys and sells stocks at his discretion. She's not facing any investigations currently. Okay, isn't that what Martha Stewart said originally? I think so. Actually, that I don't buy my own stock. I have a stockbroker who does this for me. But don't these stockbrokers usually? Well, it, I guess I guess not. You know, in many cases, if you got a money manager, if your money's with some kind of money managing fund, they do it for you, and then they tell you they do it. So it, she may very well be free and clear. I don't know. But the, how did that? How did her particular agent know what to do? The uh, it's been on the books. I mean, if you're wondering how this happens, it shouldn't. It's been on the books since 2012. The Stock Act made it illegal for members of Congress to knowingly trade, buy, or sell stocks based on material information obtained in their office, blah, blah, blah. Here's the key word in that thing. Knowingly sell. Yeah. This is why you have independent financial people, and she can say, oh, I didn't know what he was doing. 
Well, Com- compliance with the law, says CNN, has been mm, sporadic. <laughs> yeah, okay, thanks. Yeah, okay. And I, I think a majority of them do it. Well, this all comes from uh, Nancy Pelosi, remember? Yeah. Her right. husband had all those stocks. It was like, holy cow. And then uh, all these all these guys and, and congresswomen and congressmen that you found out they had thousands of dollars in stocks and companies that were just conveniently buying other companies and they were making millions of dollars. And then to protect her husband, yeah. Nancy Pelosi introduces a bill that you can't trade stock. And they call it, they're going to call it, ir- irony of ironies, the Pelosi Act. Oh, how do you like that? The, the one that made the most money on stocks in Congress with insider information gets to call it the Pelosi Act and not let anybody else do it. That's crazy. These people are incredible. It's they, they 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 just cover their own butts. So the result is, who knows what's going to happen to Lois Frankel? But uh, there's no current investigation. But there's more calls and it's shining another light because this story's really grown this morning. If it's on even CNN covering it, more calls for oversight on this and not let members of Congress, elected officials, trade stocks because they get the inside privy on this stuff while they're in office. It's crazy, and they shouldn't. They shouldn't. Well, you know what? If they can prove, however, that Lois talked to her money manager. And directed the, if the money manager comes forward and says, I was directed to do this, then Lois Frankel's in big trouble. But if the money manager did it on his or her own and Lois found out after the fact, she's free and clear. So you would have to have like uh, Republicans that are actually determined to go after something like this and actually do the work to look into it for that to happen. And we know they won't do anything because they're lazy. But you would think the SEC would. You know, that's how Martha Stewart got caught. You know, all of a sudden, Martha Stewart made all this money on this sale, and everyone's like, oh, wow, isn't it convenient? She bought 20,000 shares, blah, 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 and then somebody started looking into it, and she tried to say, hey, my money manager guy told me to buy the stock. It didn't work for her. Hmm. So, and look what happened. She ended up in cupcake prison. Isn't that interesting? I Just know. saying. I, I agree with you. It's a, there's always kind of shady things going on. Well, other parts of the country. In Texas, here's that uh, manhunt manhunt update for that criminal that opened fire on his neighbors. There's the Jan, uh, San Jacinto County Sheriff. We now have this man in custody. He was caught hiding in a closet underneath some laundry. Did you see the name of the city he was caught in, by the way? Huh. Only in Texas. Cut and shoot. No. Swear to you. That's the name of the town. Where are you from? Cut and shoot Texas. (laughs) Uh, Found, and there was a, this was an international manhunt actually. Found though, 11 miles away. They don't know whether it's a relative or somebody that was forced into hiding or whatever. In a closet, hiding under some laundry. Yeah, and they they found him. Actually, he gave himself up without incident. I guess there are like, you know, 50 guys with very large rifles walked in and, you know, bomb gear. Oh, they scared the crap out of him. Yeah. Uh, why was he shirtless? Why, why do these people always get arrested and they don't have clothes on? Well, maybe he was hiding under the laundry he was supposed to do that day. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. So they got a tip from somebody, Here's, yeah, which was so. nice. Don't they always look to any... Here's what makes it tough, though. I think they did determine he was illegal. So how do you track down friends and relatives, wherever he might have been? They were really afraid he, he got into Mexico. Well, and he, just think of what he had just done. Do you want to be the person who tips the cops off and then he... He finds out you're the one who tipped him off and wow. comes and gets you before the cops get him. Yeah, it's a factor too, right? You know, you got a fear for your life here. This guy's a nut. Mm. Four times he was deported, by the way. Wow. And made it back into the United States. How about that? Here's some consumer news. Is online ordering ripping you off at restaurants? There's a guy in Chicago who's making some waves here. His video has gone viral, as the kids say. Okay. 
He's a software engineer from Chicago. He claims he did some research. He found out that, I don't know what sweet green is. Have you ever heard of that? No. But he mentioned sweet green specifically and Chipotle. Oh, Chipotle. What's he picking on Chipotle for? He says they're giving you 16% less food when you order online. Really? That's a lot of food, actually, if you think about it. His name is Sean Grancy. He's talking about how he bought a scale, and he did a good boy. He's got a lot of time. Yeah, this guy's got nothing to do. I think <laughs> I think Sean Grancy does not have a girlfriend. But mm. anyway, did a comparison of ordering food and pickup. This is what he found. He, in the video, he mentions this sweet green place, but still. I suspected that sweet green was ripping me off with my online orders. And with the help of a cheap kitchen scale, I was able to prove it. On average, I got 16% less food when I ordered online. So if you want a filling meal from sweet green, ditch your phone and order face to face. I don't know about sweet green. Mm-hmm. Chipotle has come out and said that's ridiculous. We don't do that. Blah, blah, blah. It's worth checking, though. Sweet green. I mean, not, don't buy a scale like him. <laughs> sweet green is a salad place. <laughs> So maybe it settles. Maybe it's maybe the, it's, the uh, lettuce settles. It's that particular crop of lettuce. I don't know. It loses weight on the on the transport. I mean, I, had, I, I, I think of it like I'll get like a burrito bowl at Chipotle. We'll order and, okay. and often online. You know, sixteen percent less of that is not much, but still, it's something. Yeah, you know. Are they but, putting less food in the online orders? And maybe they do. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But if if he said it was at Sweetgreens, and if it's a salad, are they leaving? Apparently, they put black lentils, chickpeas, roasted sweet potatoes, raw carrots, spicy broccoli, shredded cabbage, raw beets, and roasted almonds. I'll stick with the burrito bowl. Thanks. Yeah, okay, thanks. <laughs> Me and you both. I'm thinking, my God, did they just a... grab everything in the refrigerator and throw it into the salad? I can have a salad later. Give me something. Give me some substance. <laughs> we got rapid fire coming up in minutes. We'll go around, give you some news need to know. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Before you get into the workday and start interacting with people, what's going on in the world? What do you need to know? Jen, what's up? Uh, you know, I, I really hate to share this story, but it's just one of those things that fascinates me. Uh-huh. Uh, I am a true believer in right to die. You know, I, I've watched too many people suffer. Oh, I, I hear you. Yeah. And, you know, I want to be able to decide. Yeah. If you go to Washington, you go to California, I'm trying to think of what other states have it. Vermont has it. Well, yesterday, the governor of Vermont, Phil Scott, signed a bill that expands Vermont's end-of-life law, allowing non-residents to go there to end their life. Really? You have to have been determined to have a disease that you will be terminal within six months. You have to switch from your doctor to a doctor in Vermont, but they opened up the floodgates. I bet you tons of people do this. They could. I really could see. I mean, you're right. It's not the, the lightest subject in the world, but I'd rather decide than the government. Yeah, you know, and if you get a DNR and, and you're languishing and one of your deals is, you know what, I I want to go. That I've, affects I'm, legally a lot of cases, too, if a whole yeah. state is legalized. Yeah, yeah amazing. Or just, I, 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 I kinda, should say protected it. I was kind of surprised. It, it, but you can, you know, have that option if you want. Wow. I don't know if I'd be able to do it, but I, it's nice to know you get an option. What was the deal with Dr. Kevorkian? It was just what? It was unsanctioned? He had his He was his killing people. Well, that's what it was, though, right? It was people a who, van. who wanted to die. <laughs> and they by would... the river. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> it was like a, he had a serial killer van, and he, he had some contraption back there. But wasn't that what it was? People who wanted to die, and they yes. were going to him? They called him Dr. Yeah. Death. Dr. Death. He, was, he yeah. was the other extreme, though. He was like, so what seems to be the problem? Well, I got this head cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he wasn't that bad. Well, but you don't anymore. <laughs> You know, Jeez. and that was the thing. Did he step over the line? You know, in this case, you in order to actually 
go through with this process, <laughs> you have to have like a bunch of people say you're going to be dead within six months. Dr. Kevorkian, I've got this hangnail. Oh, I can kill you. Don't worry. <laughs> Dr. Come, Death. Come see me in the van. He was a little I, different. I interviewed him, you know, years ago. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, he was a wow. fascinating man. Oh, very I'm sure bright, he was. Very bright, but he was a firm believer in right to die. He wow. said, why would you want to just suffer you see, and languish for I, months? I know it's deep, but my, one of my biggest fears is I don't want to be a burden. Right. You know? You know? You get I, it? Our, one of our, I, this is, again, just to make it darker. Let's do it. One of our family <laughs> jokes is, like, Laura and I will be talking about somebody in a bad state. And to just try to lighten it up, I'm like, you know what to do. I get like that. You roll me into the lake. Let's That's get it. it. <laughs> Bye, Bill. I mean, <laughs> just roll you I in. mean. Just yeah, I don't. No. I would don't. I want to. I don't want to drain my entire family's, my kids and grandkids' fortunes because of me. I don't want to do it. But you know it. what? Talking about it and actually doing it are like two night, night and day. That's it's why you need two, Kevorkian to do yeah, it for well, you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Take me to the van. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, why is there syringe in me? God. I think that's where they got death by lethal injection was from Kevorkian. Yeah, really. I maybe. You know what? I, I didn't mean to bring the room down, but it was. I just think it's fascinating. No, Vermont it. opened no, it up, and, and it's a topic I think that the country's got to really start taking seriously here because people are living longer. It doesn't mean that the living quality of life longer. It doesn't. And, and I will speak from experience. You want one of those do not resuscitates or you know your deaths taken care of if you can't make decisions. I I've been in that situation twice, and if yeah. my kids didn't have the authority to say, yeah, we wanted to do this. Yeah, I know. It's, you know, it's the first mess- time they almost pulled the plug. You know, oh you, no, you guys don't understand. I almost died. The fr- I did die the first time, but I they they, they were close to. Eh. Wow. Ah. Yeah, you're fine. Death too mean to get rid of. <laughs> the Grim Reaper took a lick at you and said, "Nope, I'm not taking this one on." Even I don't want her. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's take a look at our daily Bud Light sales. Oh, and see how we're doing. Let's check in. Love ya. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's bad. This is the main quoted thing. I've seen two numbers, and both of them are horrific news for Anheuser-Busch. It's real. I mean, this this backlash is real. But let's go to uh, the Beer Business Daily report, which seems to be the main industry resource everybody's looking to. Okay. New update yesterday afternoon. 26% drop. Whoa. 26% oh. drop in sales. So that number is real. Yeah, I'm at the, D- wow. the Dylan the Mulvaney backlash. Holy cow. And this is the for the first time, the industry analysts are actually saying that Bud Light could lose its status as the top-selling U.S. beer brand. It's all It's been number one since, like, the dawn of time. Yeah, really? Since wow. they launched Bud Light, it went right to number one. You know, it's funny. That's when, incredible. Thinking back to when they, when they <laughs> did this, the most, in my opinion, the most is campaign of all time it was on april fools when, wow. when dylan mulvaney posted that video was it really oh, was it really was, yeah i remember i remember my brother sent it to me i'm like oh stop i'm like it's it's an april fools joke he's like no this is real I'm like oh my gosh it's, I, I, I'm it's sure, so hard to believe i'm sure real. budweiser would like to say now it was an april yeah, really. fool's joke just kidding they wouldn't get him back here's the thing now we're on to the phase of and you brought this up about an hour ago do they come back and I don't know if they will. I got to be honest with you. I think they're dumb because now it's just become like almost a cultural thing. Like, yeah, I'm not buying Bud Light anymore. It's become when you're a when you're. I have heard, honest to God, can't say I'm on the air, but no less than five organic jokes people have come up with where Bud Light's the punchline. Yeah, really? that's when you know you lose a culture. When that's they, when it is. When do they stop selling it at ballparks? I mean, if they're not making any money off of it, that's... It won't come from cultural things, though. They'll still still hang on to whatever. They, they'll finish out contracts. I don't know. 
Interesting. And here's the thing where I don't, it, there's a possibility people don't come back. So Beer Business Daily says 26.1% drop in a year. Okay. Coors Light and Miller Light are up. Coors Light's up 13.3%. Miller Light, 13.6%. Oh, they're right. making so up the difference. Yeah, they're picking it up. Sign. You went to something else probably for the first time in a long time. There's some people that literally that's all they've they've drunk is uh, Bud Light. Do they go right. back, though? Eventually. That's what I'm saying. I don't think so. I don't know what's going to push them back. I don't know. So, so uh, Money, the, maybe. maybe. The multi-million dollar maybe. campaign that Budweiser's going to launch. Wow. <laughs> what a failure. Sorry for ignoring your customer base. Yeah, no kidding. Wow. So I'll throw this in there real quick for you guys, too, before we move on. AOC and Matt Gates are working together to pass a bill. Oh, what? Lord. When was last? When, Wait a minute. When did you ever think you would hear something like that? Depends on the bill. Oh, it's, my gosh. Actually, it goes along with what we were saying earlier about the Pelosi Act. So this and kind of Lois Frankel and her shady dealings mm-hmm. with uh, First Republican Chase. Trading, you know, and just just in the nick of time on both cases. And interesting. Huh? Yeah. So apparently Matt Gates and AOC, yes, those two people, are working together to create a bill that would bar any Congress people from buying or selling stock. And I guess this goes under the whole Pelosi Act thing we were talking about, where you know they would you wouldn't be able to buy stock anymore, trade stock if you're in Congress. It just shouldn't be a thing. No, it should. I mean, they how already have a law in the books, by the way, saying you can't. They right. just never enforce it. <laughs> they, just, they, they just ignore wow. it. Wow. <laughs> Gosh, these people so, are crazy. I never thought I would hear those two names together, though. Work, I thought you were going to tell me they were dating. No. I was going to say, oh my god, that would okay. The world would end. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, would, that would be end times. I mean, Smart but, of Mark Gate, uh, uh, Matt Gates to jump in with her, though, because social media-wise, she's a massive influence. Yes, she is. She does. I think she's an idiot, but some very ch- influential. Some chick threw a drink at him yesterday. Gates? Matt Gates, Gates yeah, yeah. Up in the, in the pan handle. Probably happens to him all the time. It's the second time it's happened. The first person went to jail for like 15 days. Yeah, there you go. Huh. So this woman probably did the same thing. She's not happy. Was it AOC? No, it wasn't oh. AOC. Sent by AOC. Um, <laughs> could you add a little musical flavor to my next story, please? Yeah, what do you want? Uh, whatever you pick. All right, let's see. I got got this randomly here. Let let me me bring this up. (laughs) It's a little loud. Sorry. Given the opportunity, (laughs) being that both of you are Star Wars Wars nerds, if you could have a license plate that said Anakin, Boba, Chewie, Fett, May 4th, Jar Jar, Mr. Vader, Obi-Wan, but it's OB11. <laughs> or Red 2 or Star War. Would you pay for it? No. <laughs> you, you <laughs> You're so cheap. I'm too cheap. I'm, I'm with you, t- Diener. You had me genitalia said pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on, I think this is brilliant. What if it randomly got churned out by the state at that? That'd be awesome. Oh, well, here it is. <laughs> Colora- one The Colorado DMV is celebrating the May the 4th Be With You auction event. It starts May the 4th, 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, all of those tomorrow. license plates. There's 12 of them all together. Akbar is another. Awesome. What's It'll... Akbar? Oh, General Akbar. It's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> That's very <laughs> Sorry, sad we're, that we're you know that. We're getting very deep now. Uh, the plates Ooh. each start at 100 bucks, yeah. and it goes from May the 4th <laughs> to May 11th, and all the proceeds benefit the Colorado Disability Funding Committee. $100? Are you kidding me? Fully out on this. No, 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 no. That's nothing. In Rhode Island, the big deal is, and the only reason I know this is, like, the governor's plate is number one. His personal plate's right. number one. So the closer you get to number one, the more expensive it is. They just auctioned off, like, 22 for, like, $250,000. Oh, give me a break. 
Oh to yeah, they went goes for big bucks. So people, I bet you people pay a bunch oh, of money. Yeah, oh, sure. it'll be massively successful. Yeah. Yeah. And then next is South Park. Is oh, after geez. that. Then they're doing plates wow. for South Park. That'd are they from Colorado? Yeah. yeah, they are actually. Oh, okay. That's why. That's what it is. Wow. You can get butters. <laughs> well, I think last night was night two. There were no late night talk shows on, was it? That started a couple of nights ago. Tuesday Whatever. night, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do they come back? We've been talking about Bud Light. Are they done? <laughs> well, the writer's strike is causing all of this, but other productions like films could be impacted too, and TV shows. Really? Ones that are already in production and pretty much done won't be affected, but there are some that are just starting up where they're still writing. Mm. You, know, you know who loves mm-hmm. these strikes? The Kardashians. That's how they became famous. Reality shows, The Last Strike, yep. became huge. Yep. Don't have to pay them to write. It's that's right. Just the family. Reality <laughs> shows are big. Well, yeah. Kim Kardashian became famous another way. But well, that's okay. The whole well, family. Yes. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> You're right. That's, yes, but uh, um, you yeah. didn't need a writer for what she produced no, first. No, no, no. <laughs> Just needed a cell phone. That's all they needed. Right, right. Wink, wink. Nod, nod. Say no more. All right. <laughs> but along. I'm bummed out because Cobra Kai stopped writing the final season. If they screw up Cobra Kai, I'm telling you. Oh, well, how about? But the Mandalorian. Well, they were they were they were writing season four because season three just ended. So I don't know. I haven't heard. But I'll throw this in real quick. Yes. Speaking of movies and writing and all that, Jenna, I have the perfect job for you. What's that? Because I know, I know you're looking to get out of this. Oh, yeah, so sure. <laughs> I got this for you. You can be a Fast and Furious claims adjuster. A what? <laughs> Finance Buzz has announced. It's a financial website. They're offering to pay someone $1,000 to watch. This isn't enough money, by the way. $1,000 to watch all 10 films of the Fast and Furious franchise and count up <laughs> <laughs> track all the damages from oh all my the car God. crashes that you, you see throughout the movie. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's like counting how many people John Wick kills. He'd be there all day. How much oh, are they paying us? $1,000. Per crash? No. Oh. Just for the whole that thing? is not nearly enough money. <laughs> that's a lot of note-taking. They wow. said you would have to note any car accidents that result in damage, including <laughs> counting the number of accidents, extent of the damages, and what cars are involved. <laughs> wow. That would take for... Ever. Ever. That'd be in yeah. the billions. I've only seen like two of those movies, purely by accident. Well, get there are a lot. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I think it's right up your alley, though, Diener. <laughs> <laughs> well, coming up next, how did the uh, rally to save Benny's on the beach in Lake Worth go? Yeah. 50 folks strong. Yeah, it's pretty good, I think. That was a good turnout. We'll see what they said, and we'll see what the other side is saying about that, too. And is this unethical or not? This hack to stop people from reclining on their seat planes. You decide. It's next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. biggest landmarks i mean to take that away from a city that you know doesn't have the gulf stream anymore our pools shut down you know it's just taking away another landmark of ours and we it's we can't have that as one of the supporters of save benny's on the beach showing up in lake worth last night he also made the best point of the night i think listen to this yeah this is the the protest to try and help save benny's it's not certain that anyone would move in there bingo how certain is the city of Lake Worth Beach, sorry, that they're going to be able to find a new... There aren't a lot of lo- people looking to expand these days. Well, and, and here's the gotcha. You know, at first, I mean, you know, it's kind of like, and I, I've said this before, when, when you have a job you're not happy with it, don't quit until you have another job. So why would Lake Worth officials throw out Benny's on the beach and not renew it if they don't have somebody on the line already? Because it could sit... They it doesn't were, sound like they do. The deal to Benny's was, and Benny's agreed to it, and the city 
voted against it was a 33% raise in rent. That's, that's and I don't preposterous. Know, I don't know if that was over a 10-year period or if that's every year because they want a long-term 10-year deal. Kind of like James Bond. You know, you want to keep him around for a while. But if it's 33% every year, you'd obviously, you know, you know, you'd finance the guy out. He'd, he'd never be able to afford it. So maybe it's over 10 years. And they poo-pooed that. So what do they want? 45%? Who's going to go in when they know they got to pay a 45% increase? Yeah. Like Nobody. that information didn't get out? Of course no. they're going to know that. No. And the only th- the only people that, that could afford that is a national big chain or some massive, massive money investor or whatever it is. Unless this guy, the owner of Benny's, was paying like $2 a month, the 33% increase over that, that is preposterous. And I think the problem here is the landlord is city. City officials, politicians, sorry. No offense, thanks for serving, but your politicians, they're looking to grab every possible last dollar out of a business owner they possibly can. Sure they do. That's ridiculous. Can you imagine? Wow. And I, I, I can only speak to personal experience as a business owner trying to negotiate with, you know, rent increases, this and that, commercial right. real estate. They'll, they'll work with you because it's better to have a tenant in place. Right. I don't think it doesn't sound at all like these city officials have any clue about that. Well, they I th- just want to soak the guy and once again run off another local landmark. Well, I think they're thinking they're going to have people line up to move in there. Uh, and you know what? The money's I don't think tight. So. I don't they, think so. They have to look at the economy. Inflation is killing people. You know, you got businesses f- folding left and right. More people, you go to all the, and look at, it's not like Benny's on the beach. Granted, it's on the beach, but it's not like they couldn't find another place to go. Sure they could. You know? John, John G's, G's was a prime, prime example. Right, good on example. On the water, moved up the street into a plaza. They're, they're doing gangbusters. Every time I go there, the place is packed. So, you know, it might take a little bit for the following to come with you, or you build a new following, but it'll happen. It's it's a great place. So if they don't have somebody on the line, I'd be signing with you know Benny's. I get that this is a super super localized story. It's Lake Worth Beach. I get that, right? But it's really it's really a larger story for this whole region, especially Palm Beach County. We cannot hold on to landmarks. Can't do it. Just kids can't be I, able to do it because it's always a a refurb, a redo, a re a redesign. Let's choke them out of here. Let's raise the rents. Any originals on Atlantic Avenue and Delray Beach? No. Look at what. Remember, we finally got to what was West Palm known for. You'd hear people in like Miami. Oh yeah, uh, that city place. That's in West Palm, right? Not anymore. Nope. We're gonna rebrand it so that nobody knows what the hell it is. Nice work. I didn't even know the fountain wasn't there. Well, you know what? And kudos to Stewart, Florida. Stewart's one of the few places. That they go out of their way to secure local yes, they businesses. Should. They're smart, you know. And and like the Lyric Theater's been there. I got a friend who has a couple of businesses on the avenue there. But they go out of their way to make sure it stays small town and it's mom and pop places that have been there. And there's a lot of loyalty there. And I would bet you that there, whoever's running Stewart and the City Commission there are business people. They, they are that get that. They got most of them own businesses. Yeah, and exactly. that's, that's that's it. You know, they try to keep everybody there. It's a very close knit community. I don't know. I, I, we'll see what happens with this. But if they, you know, what's our main industry here? Tourism. It's tourism. What, yeah. what, you know, this lady, one of the ladies said she wants, no, let's put the money towards a community pool. Well, yeah, if, that's going to bring in millions, you dope. What I don't get is, why did you go to the beach to go to the pool? I, I don't. Listen. I mean, you're going to go to the beach, you're going to go to the beach. I, I, yeah. I'm just you, can have the, you can have the Shangri-La <laughs> of city-run pools, but it's, you know what that's going to turn into right quick? I'm just saying. The yeah. value of that thing is going to go right downhill. Yeah, and they were finally making some progress after they fixed it up. Right. I just, it's so dumb. And you it's know so what? dumb they're having this conversation. Uh, that pier is a huge draw, too. So, But if you put a nice restaurant like Benny's there, it's very casual, but the food's great. The people are nice. And it draws people, people yeah. in. Leave them alone.
<laughs> get the get the city council on the phone. We need to talk to these people. Let's take a vacation in Lake Worth. I want to go to that pool. Oh, right. No thanks. All right, we got. Uh, we'll get to our uh, unethical or not. It's unethical. Hack to stop people from She's reclining seats on planes coming up next. And speaking of unethical, uh oh, is the local congresswoman Lois Frankel in trouble for some stock trades or not? Uh, She's gonna blame somebody else. Not in trouble yet, but this story's growing. I'll tell you why it's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill on News Talk 850 WFTL. We now have this man in custody. He was caught hiding in a closet underneath some laundry. That's a little update. The national story before we get to the local stuff about the Texas manhunt. It actually turned into an international manhunt for that lunatic that opened fire on his neighbors. Uh, They did catch him. The update now that just came across is there's been multiple arrests now. So what I think is they... uh, they arrested everybody that was hiding him in that house 10 yeah. miles away. So uh, apparently, well, it might have not been anybody in the house that tipped them off. The FBI said they got, or the authorities said they got a call that this guy was hiding there. Mm-hmm. So it might have been people he knew. So they right. were, they're going to be charged with harboring a fugitive. I love the fact that he was caught, caught in a city in Texas named Cut and Shoot. No way. I swear to you, that's cut, the name of the city. Cut. <laughs> where'd you go to high school? Cut and Shoot High. Come on. How about that? That's cut kind of awesome. Shoot. I'd be so proud. Wow. Well, anyway, he's in custody. They've set his bail at $5 million, which is nice because he'll never get out, and they will charge him with five counts of murder. All right, well, good work finding him. Good job out Thank there. Boy, that's, four days, though. That's right? uh, San uh, Jacinto Sheriff we just heard from there. Boy, he looked relieved at that press conference. He, he looked. It looks like he hadn't slept, but he also looked like a very happy man. Yeah, yes, you're absolutely. right. Uh, that's, that's a, I mean, you got a, you got a crazed killer loose. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, he, And if he just killed an innocent family next door because they told him to stop shooting his gun when he was drunk, Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? I don't think this man has any remorse. Locally, our current sheriff is running for sheriff again. Palm Beach County Sheriff Rick Bradshaw made that announcement yesterday, officially thrown his hat into the ring for re-election. I don't think anybody else is officially announced officially announced against him. It's just him so far, right? Yeah, it's uh, the re-election is uh, for 2024. So I guess he's like the first one, but he's already the longest sharing uh, share, longest running sheriff or serving sheriff we've ever had in Palm Beach County. Wow. So now he will become even longer. Uh, he's He defeated former captain and retired veteran Loro Diaz, and I do believe that was in 2020. So uh, Bradshaw, 75 years old, turned that in March. I saw him last week, and he he hinted that he was going to re- run for re-election. I was like, I looked at him and I went, why? Yeah. Hey, why, don't, why don't you just go home and have a nice life? He loves it. I guess you always feel like... The job's never done, or things you wanted to accomplish locally. I don't it know. It could very well be. Yeah, I, I, I mean, but I, I've yet to hear anybody, I mean, as a citizen, complain about the guy. Yeah. He's been, I mean, extremely efficient. Right. So I, it's, it, he is what it is, but. Well, there's he loves a lot on the job. ballots for 24, huh? Wow. Yeah. And you know, you know, he always has like five people running against him. Right. So exactly. you got to get through the primaries on the other side. So we shall see. Also, locally, keep an eye on this because the story has grown big. Just this morning here, including, I'm just reading this right from CNN, members of Congress facing renewed scrutiny over stock deals. Now, why is that? Because of local Florida Democrat Lois Frankel revealing she dumped First Republic Bank stock prior to its collapse and purchase of J- she purchased J.P. Morgan stock before J.P. Morgan purchased First Republic. Wouldn't that fall like under insider trading if she actually knew what was going on? It, that's it. You just said it right there. <laughs> if she knew what was going on. She's not facing any investigations as of yet. She made a statement to CNN saying her, quote, 
Account is managed independently by a money manager who buys and sells stocks at her, his discretion. Okay, let's go back to the Martha Stewart situation. Mm-hmm. She got she got in trouble for insider trading, which was like the stupidest thing in the world. But and she wasn't um, a public official, and she wasn't a public official. And she basically said, "Hey, my my stock person told me go buy this stock, so I went and bought it, and then I sold it, or whatever it was she did." So she was told by somebody. Right. Now, what Lois Frankel is saying is, is her stock person, her money manager, did this on his own. But what if the money manager? How did the money manager know what two stocks to buy and sell? That, 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 I mean, I know, I know this happens all the time and people don't get caught, but doesn't that raise like all kinds of flags at the SEC when they go, ah, could we look at this situation? And here's the crazy thing, right? Now there's renewed interest and this will pick it up again as it should. Members of Congress who are in the know shouldn't be able to trade any stocks. Shouldn't be able to, right? Right. There's already a law in the books. 2012 Stock Act made it illegal for members of Congress to, here's the key, knowingly, <laughs> Oh. Trade buy or sell stocks based on material information. So knowingly is the key. Well, I didn't know. My financial analyst made that deal. Wow. Is it? We so, already have laws in the books. You can't do it, but they, everyone does. Well, and then they after the the Palauzi thing, where they found out her husband and she had all those stocks yeah. and making all those millions of dollars that you can't. And it, I forgot it was some kind of insider trading thing. Two hints of. Uh, they passed the. What did you call it? It was. It's called the Nancy Pelosi Act, isn't it? How about that for irony? It's gonna be. It's gonna be called the, Pelo, the Pelosi Act. Nobody Pelosi, made more so. money on stocks in office than her. Yeah, but her. But and so now you as you can't trade at all. So, but does that stop your money manager from trading for you? Oh, I didn't know. He's just really good at what he does. Well, you know, <laughs> it, it, I mean, it, the the least uh, amount of concern here would be she knew, or the the biggest amount would be she knew. The least being her stockbroker knew, her money manager guy had to know. You can't tell me you just don't pick two two companies out of the clear blue Somebody without knew. knowing what's going on. Anyway, sorry, the heck knows. But it'll you know, the good part of this is the light of this is it'll increase renewed interest in making sure that members of Congress can't do this. Not when they have inside info. Yeah, you know what though? They're gonna get it. They'll they'll find a way around the bill. Will. You know they will. Of course happens they will. all the time. They're the ones that make the laws. That's it. Wow. All right. Well, this was uh, good news from Southwest. Do you think they're trying to uh, win back some customers? So they're adding a couple of features New travelers seats? have been asking for. Well, different seats. Oh. They are installing power ports and seat backs so passengers can charge mobile phones, tablets, and laptops. All right, that's a small step forward, right? Still can't recline, but great, I can charge my phone. Speaking of reclining. Yes, dear? Is this unethical or not? You decide. Okay. To stop people from reclining their seats on planes. (laughs) By the way, wait a minute, hold on a second here. You know, it should be polite anyway. You shouldn't recline the whole way if nobody has any legroom behind you or if it's a big person. But it's your right. You pay for the ticket, right? Try but to stop me. There's a, there's a TikTok account, apparently, called Unethical Hacks. And the one that's getting all the attention is this one. <clears throat> uh, to how to stop people from reclining. If the person in front of you puts their seat the whole way back, open up your vent above your head. Okay. Full blast, full okay. air blast, and direct it right at their head ahead of you. You blast did, him with air. Sandblast him. You did that to me. <laughs> See, now, this, this is where my, my Italian temper comes out. You did that to me. I would not only stay reclined for 99.9% of the flight, but I'd just put, like, the blanket over my face so I wouldn't feel it and say, eh, deal with it. It's my seat. I paid for it. And you, I, and but, you would unwrap a tuna taco. <laughs> oh, God. Stink up the entire plane. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Unethical or not. Most people are saying, no, it's fine. 
This, you know how many more fights this is going to lead to on planes? But you know what? What makes you have more rights than the person in front of you? You both paid the same for the ticket, or maybe you got a better deal. Who the hell knows? But you're you both paid for a seat. No, I agree. Why? If they don't want you to recline that far, don't make the seat that reclinable. I totally agree. It's your right. It's, to, come it, on. You paid for the option to be able to recline. It, it kind of stinks for the person behind you, but you can. You know what? I and I'm not I'm not rude by any stretch on a, an airplane. I'll be as nice as can possibly be. If somebody's behind me, I'm not going to you know lay down in their lap. But right. I'm not going to not recline. Last two planes I was on, the damn seat didn't even recline. And it wasn't a cheap flight. It wasn't like one of those ones where you had to flap your wings to get the plane off the ground. We have to get out and you have to start the propeller. <laughs> Rummer. Like, no, no, it was a lot of them don't recline anymore. Wow. You're stuck. Hmm. Oh, it's terrible. We'll see. All right, we've got uh, an update on. Uh, you remember Diener was talking about the godfather of AI quitting? Yes. Mm-hmm. He had that in rapid fire yesterday. Yeah, he's gonna have a. I guess they're gonna televise it too, or they're gonna tele stream it from MIT today, talking about the dangers of artificial intelligence. The guy that helped invent it. Oh God! He, he says we should kill it off. Oh, come on, no. you know. <laughs> it, 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 the thing is, the more they talk about it, don't you think the bad people that can do this kind of stuff are also paying attention? Yeah, I would think so. Right. So it's like, stop talking about it. Exactly. <laughs> Writer strike is happening too. Why is everybody mad at Jimmy Fallon? Ah, is that cheapo? He's cheap. All right, that more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Well, that sounds like a nice forecast. Thank you so much, Jennifer Correa. Dryer, we'll take that. The South Florida Morning Show. Welcome to Wednesday. There's Jen. There's Diener. I'm Bill. Um, was last night the second night? Late night talk shows weren't on. I don't watch them for obvious reasons. It was I don't the think first you do night. either. Yeah, it was Tuesday night was the first night. So. So it, it, they got affected right away. The strike started yesterday morning. Right. Last night they were done. <laughs> it's like, okay, we're not writing for you. Now. Boy, they write. I guess they write right up until the show, right? Apparently uh, so. And now correct, we're hearing that, that it's not everybody, because this was the first thing affected were the, the late night shows. Uh, but apparently it's going to affect a lot of TV shows and production, movies too. It's like a 12,000 person union in this. In yeah. the Writers Guild. And they want more money. And, you know, and, and but one late night show. Uh, host is coming under fire. First, let's mention that Jay Leno, when this happened last time, he was still on the air. In 2007? Yeah, and yeah. he went out, I remember, because I remember we covered the story, he went out on the, the strike line, and he started handing out donuts to all the writers. <laughs> he had boxes of donuts, and he was like feeding everybody donuts and coffee. He did it again yesterday. Oh, it's tradition now. So he went He's out, okay, right? Yeah, yeah. that was the funny part. I was like, okay, please don't put him near anything moving. <laughs> Goodness gracious, or anything in the air that's going to fall on him. Keeps having accidents. I know. And stay off of motorcycles, would you? So, yeah, he was. it was nice to see. I mean, he, he looked good. He was walking. He was laughing with these people and handing out donuts to everybody. And he's not even a talk show host anymore. I know. So, uh, it, but Jimmy Fallon is now come under a lot of scrutiny because he was at the Met Gala on Sunday night. And on Sunday night, apparently somebody cornered him and he said, hey, yeah, I know they're going to go on strike. Yeah, I'll support him. And he goes, and I'll pay him. And... Apparently, he's not paying them. Well, well, not yet, anyway. Maybe his accountant isn't. Well, I that's a, I don't know how many writers are on the Jimmy Fallon show or how many people there are, but that's a big chunk. But then again, he makes how many millions of dollars a show? And they're all going – they could handle this without the writers. I mean, they could just do it. Everybody just doubles up, but, they're, but they're, they don't want to buck this union here because they – you know, you're going to need the writers eventually. That's an ex- 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 You're right. It's exactly what they did in 2007. That was the last time that they actually struck. Um David Letterman was talking about the writer's strike back then. Remember when he was on? Mm-hmm. And they still have 
the David Letterman YouTube stuff. He still has like a big social media stuff. They like update con- content. Yesterday they up they uploaded a uh, little bit he had in from 2007. Oh wow! About the strike then, and it sounded like this. The Writers Guild of America on strike, and it could mean that all of your favorite television shows will go away, and they may not come back. This could cripple television. It could bring television to its knees. Because of the writers' strike, you will unfortunately not be able to see the rest of this skit. But rest assured, it was hilarious. (laughs) This message has been brought to you by the Writers Guild of America. It makes me miss Letterman. It really does. He does that show. You know, my my next guest oh, needs yeah. no introduction, which I think he posts on YouTube. I don't yeah, know. he's got it's. On, I think it's on Netflix too. He's he's got to shave. He's got to get rid of that beard. He, he looks like Rip Van Winkle. He looks like a Who from yeah. Whoville. I forgot who. I think it was. I think it was um, Ryan Reynolds. Was like, you know, is this a joke? He goes, you need to get rid of this. <laughs> <laughs> and and he he got all bent out of shape, Letterman. You could tell he was offended that somebody was picking on him because of his beard. Boy, compare it though, like what we had then. Even Jay Leno, Letterman. Uh, even even Conan back in the day. Compare that to what's on now, late night. Oh man, what a downgrade! It, it really, but you know, it's all, sad. All the ones that are there today, it's all about me. Oh yeah, as as oh, Justin yeah. Timberlake would say, all about me. Right. Uh, it, it is. I watch. I I used to watch Fallon. I, I like Kimmel more than Fallon, and then I started watching Fallon. And and it was when I, it was when I was home. I was there for so long. Yeah, because you could stay up late. I could stay up after five o'clock. So I would watch, and it, they had a rerun on. And this is when I turned him off. He had Paul McCartney on as a musical guest. You have Paul McCartney on, and you insist on singing "Let It Be" with Paul McCartney. <laughs> Shut up! Let Paul McCartney sing "Let just, It Be." He doesn't sit need your help, Jimmy. <laughs> it's not about you, Jimmy. Shut up. So I don't know. We'll see what's affected. They are. I've, I don't know. Do we need the late night shows anymore? Who knows? I don't know, people. What else are you going to watch? There's so many other things you can watch now. This is interesting. Uh, And I first heard this guy's name during uh, one of the rapid fire updates. I think it was even yesterday from Diener. The man known as the godfather of AI, artificial intelligence. Right. This was the story, and that was an update. He stunned the tech world when he said he regrets his life's work because of the potential harm artificial intelligence could do. Jeffrey Hinton is his name, and he's going to talk about it. I can't, I can't wait to hear some of this, actually. His uh, concerns today, a live stream interview with MIT. In a New York Times article, this is where the original story came from, he said it's hard to see how to prevent bad actors from using it for bad things. Well, that's well, an ominous quote, isn't it? Look at Star Wars. <laughs> he left Google as he uh, can speak freely about what he calls the dangers of AI now. That's his entire reason for losing, lo- for leaving an amazing job was so that he can talk about the dangers of this stuff. He would know. It's at, if you're going to listen to this thing, it's at 1.30 p.m. Eastern time. I'd just look up Hinton MIT live stream interview. Wow. I would love to hear what he has to say. It's probably going to scare the crap out of me, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Going to be honest with you. <laughs> I mean, but just look at the success of any of every movie franchise. It's good versus evil. You know, this is Darth Vader comes to be. You know, they take the good stuff and they make bad things out of it. It's, you know, even Dr. Death. I mean, stuff like that. It, comic books do stuff like this. And how do you stop it? And he has credibility because he would know. They call, they've called him for years the godfather of AI. And he's the one that says, oh, no, this is a bad idea. And now out of just, uh, for his legacy, out of guilty speaking out against it. They just had another story in one of the services we use, a horrific situation, where, by the way, I was told by law enforcement, they only need three words from you to put your voice together. Oh, yeah. And they call you, 
And and this one girl got a phone call that said her brother had been seriously mm-hmm. injured in a car accident, and they wanted money from the grandfather to help transport yeah. him and pay the medical bill. Remember, and remember that was, story a few weeks ago we had of the Arizona mom? Oh, the kidnapping. Her kid was on a when I was, was on a ski trip. Right. Somebody went on Instagram. Got just a couple of words, three, four, that's all it was. And they had a whole sentence of her saying, Mom, I'm in trouble. I need help. Give them money. And it was the exa- she said it was the exact voice. That's scary. That was just a voice replicator. And that's scary. Oh, boy. Just kind of scary stuff. All right. Not all scary. Wow. Lighten it up, too, in rapid fire. Coming up next, we'll go around the room with some news stories you need to know. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Yeah, it's time again. What's going on in the world, Jen? This is big news, uh, and it's it's great if you have Eli Lilly stock because it's about to go through the roof if this is true. Eli Lilly reports it's Alzheimer treatment. I can't say it. Denonanab, mm-hmm. something like that. Significantly slowed the progression of the disease in clinical trials. Really? That, that's fantastic well, news. Yeah, the trial data today showing that patients who received the monthly antibody infusion during an 18-month study... Mm-hmm. Had a 35% lower decline in memory and thinking skills. It's like groundbreaking, isn't it? Yeah. Man, that's great. And so if if that's the case and they can get this drug to, I mean, just do 35%, can you imagine what it can do in the long run once they kind of tweak it? So, How long do you think that would take to mass produce? Mass produce, probably no time at all. they yeah. got to get FDA approval first. Right. But these are clinical trials. It, it may be a couple of years before this drug actually makes it to market. But you know what? If you have somebody in your family who suffers from Alzheimer's and somebody came up to me and this was my mom and they said, hey, we got this new drug. You want to be part of the experimental treatment? I'd be like, yep, sign her up. Let's do it. Right. You know? It's great news. So That's great news. So hopefully uh, that'll happen in the near future. Man, the progress they've made fighting that Thank disease. Thank God. Yeah, it's, really it's horrible. Much needed, too. All right. Lighter side of things. But it's real. Let's take our daily look at how much money Bud Light has lost. Ooh. Oh, love ya. Oh boy, you just like playing that cut. <laughs> I do. That's her. Because I don't want to play the whole thing from her, so it's Love just like, you know. Uh, this is from uh, Beer Daily Index, I think is the name of the. Everybody seems to quote them. Okay. Beer Business Daily, excuse me. Bud Light has tumbled 26% in sales oh. amid the Dylan Mulvaney backlash. You've heard a couple of different numbers, wow. but one of them is saying 21%, but the, everybody seems to be landing on the 26%. Right. And now, for the first time, industry analysts are saying it risks losing its status as the top-selling beer in the U.S., which nobody thought was even possible in our lifetime. Holy cow. It's been Bud Light and nothing else that's at right. the top. Like Second that's, place, not even close. That's amazing. 26%. Wow. You know, it's funny, because we saw that number. We're like, all right, there's got to be... That's got to be skewed. Something's going on. No, that's that's a real number. Wow. Explain that one to the boss. <laughs> Sorry, that little ad we had just cost us 26%. The most so, ridiculous marketing campaign. Yeah. So who's losing? I mean, who's gaining on this? Because uh, Beer Business Daily says 26.1% is the loss. Coors Light up, according to them, 13.3%. Miller Light up 13.6%. So wow. you start to look and see, are people going back? After all this blows over, you're just like, okay, well, I'm over it, whatever. Does Bud Light survive this? That's a great question. I think to Bud, here's another massive mistake Bud Light made. They were way too confident in their product. It was just always available. That was the appeal to it. It was just always there. People are finding out now, probably for the first time, there's a lot better alternative. And it doesn't, yeah, there's other things that taste better. Wow. 
So if you leave, if you were a Bud Light fan and, and this whole Dylan Mulvaney thing pushed you over the edge and you went to, say, drinking Coors Light or a Miller Light, oh my God, that's even scarier, and you realize, hey, this other beer tastes better, why would you go back? Yeah, why would you? Uh, other than, like, I don't know, price, I guess. You know, well, a massive price decrease. I don't know. know. Budweiser's come out, they're going to spend, like, millions of dollars to win back their client base. Are they going to give you BOGOs? Buy one, get one? Buy two, get three? No, We'll pay you to drink Bud Light. Yeah, yeah really. <laughs> I, I might have that to would come, work. Might have to come down to that. One never knows. It's, Maybe they do free Bud Light nights at baseball games. Or I don't know. They, they try to get celebrity endorsements at that, but that would be the other uh, interesting thing. Wow. What kind of celebrity would, would want to in, attach their name to that endorsement well, now? you would think it'd be a country star. None of them are going to touch no, this. No, they're not going to do yeah. it. I also think, and I could see him doing it, but I also think that would be the next biggest mistake they could possibly make. People are sick of the... They're just... The pushback is because of... It's not even that they're against transgenders. They're against the push. They're against the message. Right. They're against being told. They're against being anything. And the last thing, especially Bud Light drinkers, I can tell you is another message and another encouragement and another promotion from some other voice. Just shut up. Just sell the beer. <laughs> Stop messaging things. Right. Stop. Sell the beer. That's all. Wow. That's all. It's beer, for God's sakes. If anything should have an anti-message, just, just leave <laughs> yeah. it. Right. We want to get drunk. Gosh. You would think it's it's so easy. You would think. You would think, but it's not. Common sense. Well, guys, I don't have light news. Uh -oh. <laughs> oh, dear. This is actually kind of breaking news, really, within the past hour. Russia has said that Ukraine has tried to hit the Kremlin with drones oh, in an assassination attempt on Putin. Oh, that's an escalation. That is a quite what, the headline there. Whether or not it's even true, who the heck knows? That It's just Russia justifying maybe an advancement? Well, there's video wow. of a drone flying over the Kremlin. And a big drone, some uh, big enough. I mean, you can see it fly over, you know, I guess what the presidential palace, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And you see like a small explosion. And I mean, there was smoke coming out from the building. And there was there was a little damage actually on the building. And it, I, it, it's called the Kremlin, right? I mean, yeah. presidential palace. And wow. but they say Putin wasn't injured. Uh, no one's injured. They Russia said they shot down the two drones and uh, they said they will. Respond how they see fit. See that? Okay, That's a big deal. See, now, this is if, really bad because we know how involved we are. Yeah, but if you wanted to escalate this war and you were Russia, what better way than, hey, say it was the Ukrainians and it's your own people it's, bombing your you it's know, possible to presidential false, false flag. You could sure. totally see that happening. Yeah. Sure. Do you trust this guy as far as you can throw him? No. You I don't know, trust any of them. And I, that's the thing. I don't know what to believe with I, I know that this is the report now and there's video of it. I just don't know who's responsible. Wow. That's the only, but the only problem is that there's nothing to refute. No, there's not. You know, and now uh, Russia comes out, they have the upper hand and say, we have the video of them attacking our building, trying to assassinate our president. Now we're going to retaliate. And they can yeah, sell now this. going to get ugly. Sell this to the rest of their people, which is apparently Russia still divide. American, Russian people not into this either. Right. You know, still ties to Ukraine, you know, from wow. the old USSR days. But right. what better way to sell? We were attacked. And exactly, and, and sell it to the world. Well, and that's I still the thing think too. It was self-inflicted. It could be. Yeah, and the, could be the language that they're using. They're saying assassination attempt, and they're using the term terrorist attack. Oh boy! Next, they're going to say it was an American drone. May I? I don't know. American-made, flown right. by Ukrainian. Oh, that wow. is a bad escalation. This that just happened within the past hour. Really not good. Not good. Well, this isn't good either, and it's very fluffy. But I, I want to share because Yellowstone has been the demise of Kevin Costner. His yeah, what wife, happened to him? His wife of 18 years, Christine Baumgarten, just filed for divorce. 
They got three kids together. Now, let's go back to Kevin Costner's last divorce in 1994. It cost him $80 million. Uh, Kevin Costner learned because now he reportedly makes a million and a half per episode on Yellowstone. $250 million estate is apparently covered under a prenup. So the question is, oh. is Christine Baumgarten going to get anything? You know, they got three kids together. They say, of course, you know, it's, it was irreconcilable differences, blah, 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 blah. But uh, they, uh, they're they trying to figure out what she's going to get because all the houses, part of the prenup. Ah, oh, boy. I hope he doesn't turn out to be a jerk with this. And, you know, wow. he's got little, they're little kids. They're not, I mean, they're teenagers. I think they're the oldest, but they're not, you know, adults like his other kids. That's a crazy story about Yellowstone, too, because did you hear, see some of the quotes from the cast? They said, we have no idea what's going on. Oh, yeah, talk about a know. successful show that just like is dropping. Yeah. Because they, of internal issues. Right. Wow. That and Kevin Costner's political views is killing the show. Yeah, not he good. Keeps, he keeps on saying, it. I don't care what people think. Well, they better because it's going to kill off his show. Well, when he when he paraded around the set in a Liz Warren shirt when she was up for re-election, Liz that didn't go too well with the uh, audience. Yeah. 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 So it should be interesting what happens. Wow. I feel badly, though. You know, it's going to get a divorce. Jeez. Well, this is crazy. Are we losing Subway? Not the trains. The subway shop. Really? No, come on. Listen to this for a second. Right? No. Well, no. Not that a subway would go into if they lose Benny's on the beach. That's not like the comparison. But it goes to show you, like, companies are shrinking. You know what I mean? Properties yeah. are shrinking. They're getting smaller and tighter. They're not expanding. The number of subway sandwich shops in operation dropped by almost 600 last year across the country. Oh, really? That's a major change. It finished 2022 wow. with more than uh, 20,000 stores in the U.S., but with a net drop of about 570. Now, why? They said it was because of overexpansion, outdated operations, and decor. They mm. also say the menu wow. items were, like, revamped and all that other stuff. But let me tell you something what they're not Holy saying. Cow. Massive part of this, too, is commercial real estate. Yeah, People that's true. are spending less, retailers are making less, and yet rents are going up. Tell me what the end result is on that. And yeah. you know, Subway's a place where it's it's not it's not like it's fast food, right? But you got to park, you go in. It's you know it's in the building. It's not a drive-through type thing. Mine's Maybe. in the Seven Eleven. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of Mara. Yeah, yeah they joined exactly. with Seven Eleven. That's a big and, name though. And the exactly. one near me that I go to, I found out that the guy that owns them just sold them all. He's buying crispy, cr- crispy and chunky chicken. Crispy critters? No, it's like oh. chunky and crispy <laughs> chicken. It's a new kind of fast food place. Oh, it's a new it. chicken place. I don't want chunky chicken. I don't know what it's called. I, I don't <laughs> want it's, it's crispy was in there. I don't know what the rest of it is. But. <laughs> I want chunky thighs. Yeah, All I don't right. want a little skinny thigh. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a chunky breast. Well, nice segue there for me, guys, because Uh-oh. the fish breast? Pep- no. Uh- oh. <laughs> Don't get me started. Oh, please. <laughs> to finish off this edition, Rapid Fire, who do you think would take the crown as the most popular fast food restaurant in America? Ah. And it's obvious. Is it, is it now this is by sales or just like a rating? This is by uh, a price tracking website called Pricelisto. They look for the most searched uh, fast food restaurants based on you know region volume over the last 12 sure. months. I'd still say McDonald's. It's McDonald's. I'd say McDonald's, yeah. Yep, McDonald's. Or Taco Bell should be way up there, too. It's, it's also, growing. It's based on searches and highest earning. Okay. So McDonald's is still number one. Under that, though, and this was kind of shocking, and by the way, Subway is not on this list. Wow. Domino's was number two. I'd be hard-pressed to find a Domino's anywhere near me. Really? I don't even know where there is one, to be honest with you. 
Well, to deliver to your house, you got to go through the lake and the woods and the yeah, covered true, wagon true, yeah. and the canyons yeah, and the well, mountains you know, and then the bears. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I can understand. That. See, I think <laughs> I, I would have thought that Chick Fil A was number two, but they actually come in at number three. But then in the top, this is Starbucks was four, but also in the top five, Pizza Hut and Papa John's tied. So according to this site, Price Listo, with their formula on how they rank these things by Google searches right. or internet searches uh-huh. plus earnings, they have three pizza places in the top five. Who's number two? Uh, that that was Domino's. Domino's. Is yeah. Really? Know why Chick Fil A is not higher? Why? Everybody knows where their Chick Fil A is. You don't have to search for it. You just know. You go there. That's a good point. Just look actually. for the traffic. By the way, I got a complaint. Mine's been closed for two weeks. They're refurbishing oh. it or redecorating. I don't know what the hell. It's. Cl- I'm like, I was outside the other day going, open. <laughs> and that's amazing. I need like, God's chicken. I know. Ma'am, it's Sunday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've all pulled over there on a Sunday. Oh my God. Uh, I know. It's like, oh, it's closed. All right, we've got uh, we've got a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame update to give you next. Some major snubs again. It happens, yep. and everybody's ticked off already. It didn't, didn't last long. Didn't take them long to uh, to decide Jeez. this after the fan vote either. I know, huh? That and what was the protest to save Benny's on the beach like last night? We'll tell you. It's next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's one of Lake Worth's biggest landmarks. I mean, to take that away from a city that you know doesn't have the Gulf Stream anymore. Our pools shut down you know it's just taking away another landmark of ours and we it's we can't have that thank you for standing up for the folks in this city who would prefer a new pool at the beach rather than renewing a sweetheart deal lease for a man making millions off of our jewel of a beach well there's a couple of sides represented wow first guy was a uh, supporter of benny's say we can't lose another landmark i agree with him you can't stop running off landmarks around here and the second lady was actually at the meeting inside. She she'd rather have a pool. Yeah, at the beach. Okay, that's that's I'd, that's going to bring in millions of dollars. Sure. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's so she can go in for her classes in the morning. Bill. <laughs> okay, right. Same. Matter I, I, time I, before corn pop shows up at that one. I, I never quite understood why they put a pool at the beach. I, it's. I, I, I was like, it's it, asinine. It, There's it, a reason why they closed it because it's not a tourist attraction. Benny's is and a landmark. Why don't you work with them? And why don't you keep it there? Give her some kind of deal that's equitable for the city, but also keeps them in business, and stop running off another landmark. Well, it's a, it's a long-term contract, and this is what the city's trying to figure out. You know, what's what's business going to be like 10 years down the road? They want to make sure that they increase the rent, what would be indicative of what's going to happen. Okay, so they never would have been able to predict that South Florida would have been a huge boom during COVID. You know, look at how many people moved here. No one ever predicted that our houses would double in price overnight because of it. So what if something like that happens again? But here's what the gotcha is. It was a 33% rent increase over 10 years, and they turned it down. Who's going to survive that? That's a big – if you own a business, you're going up 33% from now. Say you're paying, you know, 1000 bucks now. That's $3,300. I mean, like, unless, holy cow. unless this guy – and I'm sure the rent was many thousands. Yeah. But I mean – yeah, you're right, percentage-wise. Unless this guy was paying like a dollar a month, that is a, that is a, just an unacceptable ask. That's insane. Yeah, and, and so, I mean, if you've ever been to Benny's on the Beach, it's it's a great place. The location's phenomenal. There's no doubt about that. It's not inexpensive, and it's probably because of what he has to pay in rent. Oh. So just think if they if they double it, quadruple it between now and the 10 years down the road, you're going to be paying 50 bucks for a cup of coffee. I think this guy who was there... Maybe even organized, and they made the best point of all. Yeah, this is the the protest to try and help save Benny's. It's not certain that anyone would move in there. Doesn't sound to me like oh. they have some sort of solid backup plan. You know what the worst thing that could happen is? It's empty. That's not a good thing. You're making no money. It's empty. 
you're not bringing in people to that area. Oh, that's they are yeah. screwing this up. I'm you, sorry. You better have somebody on the hook if you're getting rid of Benny's. Wow. Just that simple. It's, oh. If not, it may sit empty because if you're asking ridiculous amounts for rent and and the increase over the next ten years is you know not achievable, you're not going to get anybody in there. There are less. Co- we just had that story a couple of minutes ago about Subway. Again, that's not what would move in there. Right. Subway restaurant, Subway sandwich shop chain. They're pulling back. Companies are restricting. They, they want to spend less in commercial real estate. And all of a sudden, you got to run out a renter that's been in there since, what, the late 80s? Yeah, it's crazy. Nice job. Yeah, do something. I, and there's also another story about the, uh, we had Bed Bath & Beyond went out of business. Yeah, now, right. Tuesday morning used to be one of my favorite sh- stores. It closed in Stewart a while ago. They're shutting down all the rest of them. Lauren was very upset. I, that was a great store. And now gone. Wow. I mean, the mainstays are saying goodbye. They can't. The brick and mortars don't stay in business any longer. Unfortunately, the the renter, the owner of the property here is the city that they have to deal with. So I don't think there's a lot of business sense there. It's just not. Sorry if you know this offends you. It's not. And they don't understand that to have a good renter right now gold. is is gold. Because there's going to be less and less of that happening. It should be interesting to see. Wow. They say by next week they'll have an answer. No, I hope they save it. They need a landmark. Wow. Uh, we ran out of time, but we'll get to our Rock and Roll Hall of Fame oh, inductees. I'm already ticked off. There's already controversy, <laughs> but it's official. I, what did I say? Just because you win the damn vote doesn't mean you get in. Doesn't mean anything. Wow. Diener's the most upset at all about George Michael, but I'm just, you know. Yeah, sorry, Diener. Then <laughs> 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 more and some headlines, too, coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Welcome in, wherever you are, wherever you're listening. Appreciate your time. The South Florida Morning Show. There's Jen, there's Diener, I'm Bill. Uh, welcome to midweek. we got some uh, more stories coming up here. We're going to get to the Rock Hall snubs in just a moment. Mm. I thought it took a long... I've been way off in their voting this year. They just finished up the fan vote. And now they've already decided they've whittled this down to who's going in. Is that what it is? Yeah. it's uh, And, you know, remember when we had the conversation about the fan vote, just because George Michael got more than a million votes and Cindy Lauper was second, it, they each get one point when it comes to moving into the last final round of voting that a committee picks. So it just gets them into the voting. It doesn't guarantee them a spot, mm. which is indicative of who made it into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. All they say is they'll make the announcement before the end of May. I don't know if it's ever been this quick. It doesn't it seem was, quick, it I know. It seems like it was like, yeah, yesterday right. we just announced the fans winner, fan winners, and now we got the real winners. You guys have the names. We'll get to that in a second. Just uh, locally here, we'll knock out a couple of different things. Uh, that uh, They said in about a week they're going to figure out on Lake Worth Beach, still not used to saying the beach part, they're going to decide the fate of Benny's on the beach. Local restaurant's been there for what? Like 30-something years? Yeah, it's been a long time. See you later. Bye. Massive rent increase. So there was a protest last night. Really just a show of support. About 50 or 60 people to try to save it. So, And I hope they do. Well, it, it, to just to backtrack for a little bit, the, the owner of Benny's on the Beach has been saying, hey, I've been trying to negotiate with the city. It's just they're making it like unaffordable. Right. They want a 33% increase, mm-hmm. which apparently Benny's actually finally agreed to as far as rent goes over a 10-year period, and that wasn't enough. The city turned it down. So how much more money is you going to have to pay? You're right. Only somebody with very deep pockets, like an international chain, is going to be able, or a national chain, will be able to afford to pop up in there. All right. What are you going to say? Olive get, get Garden ready, on the get, beach? Get ready for Kentucky Fried Chicken on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> 
the Seagulls will be happy with uh, all the buckets that will make their way there. They better be very confident. I'm telling you, wow. people, companies are restricted. They're not, they're not expanding, yeah. and, and they want to run them out. Uh, okay. Just look at the restaurants right. that are closing left and right, the stores that are closing left and right. If you don't have, if the city doesn't have somebody on the hook, another company that's already agreed to their their terms for a ten year deal, you better figure out what you're going to do with Benny's. Again, I think it's because they're negotiating with city people. The city is the is the landlord, wow. instead of a rental property company that would understand. Well, they're a good tenant. Let's keep them in here. It's not right. Yeah, what happened because to loyalty? How about all the ancillary stuff that they bring in too? People who specific. I know people who have come down here to go to that place. Right. So you're going to go to other places around late. You'll go to the beach. You go to that pier, whatever. You go do other things. Local, other restaurants benefit. Nope. Not if they're not there. Good work. You know, it's a great place. If you, even if you're just going to go to fish. I have a friend of mine, his daughter just came down from Maryland. That's where they went for breakfast. She wanted, because she had heard about Benny's on the beach. So let's go to, let's go to, you know, breakfast there. And it's a great location. You can go to lunch there. Then you go to the beach or go there, go right. to, you know, then go to lunch and go back to the beach. It's, hey, let's go to that Olive Garden on the beach. It's going to be great. <laughs> All right. Get ready for it. Park. Or empty. Let's go to the community pool on the beach. That's oh. a draw. <laughs> <laughs> Have they fixed the parking situation there? Uh, it's a big parking lot, I know. Is it? Okay. I don't know if it's fixed, but it's big. Uh, it's okay. At least it's bigger. Yeah. And, and then I, another local story was a friend of the show, somebody you've known forever. He's been on the show a bunch of times. Mm. Palm Beach County, County Sheriff Rick Bradshaw announced yesterday he's running again. This would be his sixth term, his right? Sixth term. So that means 24 years if he. Wow. He's already the longest uh, uh, running sheriff, you know, working sheriff. He's been well, there, what, five, how do you say it? He's yeah. been in office more longer than any other sheriff. Who was the guy? I was you, last time you said this. I in my mind, I was trying to think of who he replaced. Was it Belick? Was Belick? Remember that guy? Was mm-hmm. he the guy right before? That's how long ago that was. It was Belick, and then you had Richard Willie, who was sheriff, I think, for two terms, if not three. Wow. And uh, as a matter of fact, I just ran into him. As a matter of fact, at ninety four, looks phenomenal. Well, that's good. Phenomenal, it really is. But uh, Rick Bradshaw says he's running for re-election and to be a sixth term. That, that's pretty impressive. He's been in law enforcement for fifty years. I have yet to hear anybody really complain about the sheriff's office not doing their job. You know, it's, they say I I don't live in Palm Beach County anymore. But when I did live here, I I never had any issues. So. Granted, he's a friend, so I have a very biased opinion. I think he's done a good job, too. I don't know. Yeah. So we should, a lot better than the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame does. Oh, bring the controversy. See, you guys have the details. You have the actual list. You came up with it. So, all right, bring it up. First of all, can we talk about this? Why did this come up so quick after the fan voting? I don't know. It does. Thought, it, it used to take months. I, I agree with you. Usually, well, it's usually within the month. They always announce after the fan voting comes in. And jo- we all know George Michael was number one. He got more than a million votes. Cindy Lauper was close behind with over 900,000 votes. So, yeah, she's 100,000 votes behind George Michael, but still came in two. Uh, then you had Warren Zevon, or as the guy at ABC said, Zevon. Oh, I will stop. never forget that. Oh. They did? did? Who's who does That's our amazing. who does our who does our news? ABC. Yeah, I didn't catch that. It was, was, it, was, was it Jathan Nathanson? It was. I know. No. <laughs> oh, we will With never it. talk to him again. We had him on once. and didn't know the movies he was talking about. I don't know. I didn't see them. He's the Hollywood. He was reporter. talking about something. I said, "Oh, there's big movies opening up this weekend. What, can you tell us about it?" 
And there was like dead silence. Oh, I'm like, boy. oh my God, how can you not know? Uh, I swear to you, the guy at ABC said Warren Zevin. That is just I swear on. to you. It's a fireable offense. And then Soundgarden and Iron Maiden. They were the top five getters, okay? Yeah. So just because you win in the fan voting doesn't uh-huh. necessarily mean you're going to make it into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Sure, that's the, no good. That's the lesson there, I guess, right? Okay, Gosh. I guess the best news is specifically for Diener, because he was just like doing cartwheels oh, around yeah, here. sure. George Michael made it into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I swear you, you did it. <laughs> Your final fan vote. He However, got a million and one votes. Guess who the one was? Yeah, it was yeah, me. It was Dina. Yeah. Uh, Kate Bush is on her way to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. This has is this a record though? Honestly, has anybody made it into the Rock Hall for one song? It shows you the power of Stranger Things, doesn't yes, it? Yes, it does. She had been nominated before and, and never got in. I don't even think she won the fan vote. No, but, she didn't. No, but Kate Bush won. Cheryl Crow, she's on her way. She's good, yeah. I like Cheryl Crow. Deserving. But these are these are artists that made it just because of who they are. They've been nominated by the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame people. These wasn't has this not had anything to do with the, the fan vote. But these are the ones who made it in. Yes. Right. Like they're Miss, a lock. Missy yes. Elliott on her way. Missy Elliott is in. Yeah. I like Missy Elliott. I do. I really liked her music. I'm just not sure she's should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I, yeah, I don't know. More she's a rapper, right? Yeah. Yeah. They they all it, you will always have a hip-hop artist represented from here to eternity now. I feel like they're they trying are. to put in a, yes. a hip-hop artist every year. They are. At this point, I think right? they are. Uh, one of my favorite bands, Rage Against the Machine. Oh, yeah. I know you have all their albums. <laughs> I got all their albums. You've do. raged against several machines, <laughs> Yes, but you don't have the, mu- the music. That's right. Uh, the Spinners will be joining wow. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's good. Rage should be in there. I don't like them, personally. <laughs> I think they're, re- they're not very nice people, but great music. Uh, Cindy Lauper. Will not be wow. going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Here Fame. Here we go. So she got snubbed, big time. Can she get nominated again? Yeah. Well, I mean, some of these people have nominated four or five times. I don't know how many times George Michael. I think this was his first time. We need her in. She's one of the few living sunny artists we have. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> George Michael's in there, but he's dead. <laughs> we were going to do one year. Oh, it's funny. One year we Gosh. were going to do Christmas cards for our Christmas songs, you know, of all the artists we play. <laughs> and, and and we realized they're all dead. They're all gone. We, we can't send Christmas they're cards because yeah. they're all dead. There's a wall of dead artists in the other room. <laughs> it really is. Oh, <laughs> just kidding. And, and I call this the Dolly Parton effect. Gosh. Willie Nelson going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Really should, though. Yes. Wow, he's incredible. I mean, that's yeah. as far as, you know, the countryside of things. You know, you know they, part of rock is country, but also right. how many other rock, actual rock artists he's inspired. That's good. His so, influence, yeah, yeah on total. in general. He just it's, had a big, was it his 90th birthday party at the Grand Ole Opry? I think it was. So and and it was him and George Strait. George Strait can't sing anymore. Oh, no, really. I was so depressed. At least the sen- the the song they released to him singing. I forget what the name of the song was with oh, Willie that, Nelson. I was like, oh, Willie Nelson sounded better. That's sad. It was very sad. I love George Strait. Well, he's been out of the game for a while, hasn't he? Yeah. But I think he actually said he retired. Like I'm not doing I this think anymore. So. Ugh, probably. Did you say anything about Soundgarden? Uh, Soundgarden is not going. Of course not. No, because no, why no. wouldn't the most deserving band you know get in? <laughs> I mean, um, my gosh. And the other one, Iron Maiden, uh, it didn't make it. They, how is, okay, it's the Rock and Roll <laughs> Hall of Fame. How are Iron Maiden and Soundgarden not in the Rock and Roll Hall They're of Fame? They're not rock and roll. What's wrong with you, oh, Dina? Oh, gosh. But Missy Elliott, listen, again. <laughs> and Willie I, Nelson are. <laughs> I, I, I really, I do. I love Missy Elliott. She's she's a hip-hop icon. I get it. I love her music. I've listened to her for 20 years. 
But how are you putting her in over Iron Maiden or Soundgarden? Let, let me. Even I, Willie Nelson, I get. I know he's country, folk, whatever you want to say, but his influence on rock and roll can't be overstated. So he deserves to be in there. I just. How do you not put an actual rock and roll band? Sorry, got to make room for the hip hop artist. It's the law. Okay, and then Jeez. a couple of other people. Uh, DJ Cool Herc. Good. You, okay, you know him? No. And, <laughs> and Link Ray are set to receive the Musical Influence Award, whatever right. that is. I don't, I don't even know who is. they are. I, I don't know. They Shaka, must be producers. Shaka Khan, Al Cooper, and Bernie Topin. Isn't wow. he there yet? I would think Bernie Topin would have been in a long time ago. Yeah, they get the Excellence Award. I don't know who Al Cooper is, but I know Shaka Khan and Bernie well, Topin. Al Cooper is a producer and a uh, jazz guy. Okay. Yeah, he produced a lot of artists. I do and if Shaka know, Khan may be going in twice. Yeah, could very well be. Yeah. Uh, Bernie, if you don't know, wrote all of Elton John's songs. He's oh, the right. Lyric, he's the, is, he's is he the still lyricist. Alive? Yes. All right. Yes, yes, That's yes. good. Yeah. I he's, don't know. It's, it's good. I always go back to this. Is the least rock and roll thing of all time have a Hall of Fame? I know. It's so establishment. It is ironic. I, you know, I, I was in Ohio for six six years, maybe close to seven. I kept on going back. I never, and I went to Cleveland numerous times, so I never went to the Rock and Roll hmm. Hall of oh, Fame. Oh, really? Isn't that sad? It's, that's so pathetic of me. Ah. It's one of those things that eh, it should have gone because I'm probably not going to go back to Cleveland. No, I don't have any other reason. You know? It would be that it would be like going to Mount Rushmore. I'm going to that and leaving. Yeah, it's like, yeah. okay, Sorry. let's go. There's not much else Bye, around Mount Rushmore, by the way. There's like nothing. That's going what on. I'm saying. Yeah, There's one it. reason to go, and then you're like, all right, let's go, uh, let's okay, leave, let's leave. And probably the only reason I would have had to go to Cleveland now would be the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and the Christmas Story House. That's oh, why yeah. I went to Cleveland. There you go. Yeah, yeah that would really make cool. me rush. Oh, I know it would, Jay. I'd rather see the Cuyahoga set fire again. Oh, no. Yeah, you didn't even go to the Rock Hall. You chose the, the, the Christmas story Christmas. house. Not only that, but I drove by the, the, rock. Pro, the Pro Football <laughs> Hall of Fame. It was right no. off of 95. Wow. Drove by it. <laughs> was that 95? No, it's not 95. That's Whatever seven, highway it was. 70. I'm trying yeah. to think of what it's Whatever 75. it is. Yeah. Yeah. I dr- drove it many times. I don't remember. But I yes. saw it. I'm like, oh, look out the window. There's the Pro Football Hall of Fame. <laughs> There's <laughs> Bye. Hey, hey is uh, online ordering at restaurants ripping you off? Are they giving less food to the people who order on the app? Okay, so who did this? Who who measures food? A guy with a lot of time on his hands in oh, Chicago. Sure it isn't the people eating it on, that are delivering it, because that always happens, too. Oh, God, really? Yes, oh, they oh, say that all the time. No. They got a couple of fries missing because the deliverer ate them. Oh, that... Get your greasy paw out of my greasy fries. <laughs> Why is there a bite out of my corn on the cob? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> it's a bite out of a hamburger and they piece, they squish it back together. Oh, well, that turned horrifying. All right, we got that and some more headlines next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. The South Florida Morning Show. Welcome to midweek. There's Jen. There's Diener. I'm Bill. Tomorrow, looking forward. Oh, no. It's going to be a big day. Oh, God, help me. It's May the 4th. All right, here we go. <laughs> May the fourth be uh, with you, Jen. Use be, the force. Are you going to talk like Obi Wan Kenobi through the entire show? Ah, uh, she probably not. Probably shouldn't have done it now. Well, you know what? You're all excited about May the fourth, yet when I told you about the Star Wars license plate auction, you all got bent out of shape. Well, because that's you have to pay for that. Well, <laughs> I but I would think. I mean, I'm a big fan of like you know NCIS. If they did a big NCIS thing, I would. And I lived in. Unfortunately, it's Colorado. It's not here. But you I get would, an NCIS license plate. Oh yeah, a heartbeat. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, man of the characters. I don't know. Sure. Hey, just get check out my Law and Order SVU license plate. <laughs> that's, a, that's weird. 
There was a reason it was on 19 seasons, by the way, just so you know. There's <laughs> <laughs> a reason was is used. Well, I, yeah, it's true, too. I just think, what's his name? Got too old. Mark Harmon decided to retire. Wow. Uh, but it, in the, let me just finish the story. For May the 4th, tomorrow, the Department of Motor Vehicles in Colorado auctioning off 12 Star Wars plates, including, Ak- what's, what's, is it Akbar or Akbar? What is it? I think it's Akbar. What is what is that? Akbar. Is that a person? He's a general. He was the one telling him, it's a trap. I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anakin is Skywalker, right? Okay. Yes, he is. Yes. Boba as in Fett. Isn't there a new show with him? But this way, they got Boba and Fett. So you could get, (laughs) you could have a family. We got country and western. And get both of them. Chewie, who's Go Cows? Go Cows? Uh, You lost me there. I don't know what that is. Oh, wrong. I'm sorry. That was the wrong list. That's my mistake. That was from the the other one that's coming up, the South Park one. Uh, May 4th, Mr. Vader, my X-Wing, Obi-Wan, Red 2, and Red 5. I don't know what those are. R2 and R5. Okay. No, it, what is the little eight ball guy? What was his name? The little eight Oh, BB-8? Yeah, they don't have a BB-8 apparently. Well, that's a travesty right I, there. Because that's the one I wanted, yeah. Okay. Each plate starts at 100 bucks. Listen, goes on for a couple of days. People will do it. I think it'll be huge. I, I wouldn't pay for it. Well, the money goes to the Colorado Disability Funding Committee, whatever that is, but at least it goes to a good cause. What if you got you didn't have to pay for it and you still got just, they stamped it out that way totally randomly like a lottery. You got like Vader. Oh, my People God. People would be so jealous. Oh, they would. They'd probably try to steal it off your car all the time. <laughs> uh, South Park creators, they're going to do this again coming up like the following week. That's where that, 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 that other one, the Go Cows, came from. But they got all these different ones for South Park as well. South Park license plates? Yeah. Like uh, Butters, Braniff, Coney? Don't know. I've never watched the show, so I can't help you. Wow. But they're going to do it. I guess they, they do it for all kinds of different things. But I, would, I wouldn't be involved with the Star Wars one. Even I've only seen three. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I watched pay for The that. Mandalorian. There's no way. All right. Why not? There's I would. There's no way. Oh, cheap. <laughs> All right, we've got uh, the TV writer strike. I think was last night the first night. That was the first night where the late night talk show hosts weren't working in solidarity with their writers, but they're mad at Jimmy Fallon because they're saying, whether it's true or not, they're saying at least one writer is saying he's not supporting his striking writers. Well, apparently somewhere along the line he was at the Met Gala and someone cornered him and said, "Hey, there's a good chance the strike is going to start tomorrow. Blah blah blah. It's going to affect you. What are you going to do? You know." Uh, Kimmel said he's going to pay his people, and the other guys are paying their people, and he said, yeah, I'll take care of them. And so this one, I don't know, she had a weird title, but thanks for the bowling party the other night. That was nice, but you're not paying my rent. So she kind of got snarky and basically said, you know, please, Mr. Fallon, could you pay our salaries? You know what? She's a senior photo research coordinator on The Tonight Show. Pipe down a little bit. What, What is that? I, I don't, I don't know, even. I can't even guess what she does. I don't think she's in a position to be demanding money from Jimmy Fallon. Sorry, <laughs> just, no offense. <laughs> but if he did indeed say he would pay for them, he'd take their care, care of their salaries. And it's the first day. What is he supposed to give you a check right away? You haven't even been on strike for a week. Jimmy, where's my money? No. So, I, it, what was really cool though was um, I can't think of his name. Boy, just a brain. You know what just happened. Uh, he was out there handing out donuts. Oh, Jay Leno. Thank you so very Wow. Thank you so very much. He went through it, too. I guess it was a return. He did the same thing back in 2007. That was the last time this union went on strike. And he was also on the air, and he also paid his staff. 
he was one of the first guys to write the checks for their their paychecks. So that's a big ask. I, again, it depends. Again, but Fallon, who has the biggest show? Is it Fallon? I guess. Is his the biggest show or is it Kimmel? Or they uh, go back and forth? I think it's Jimmy Fallon, but I'm not completely too sure. You know, the guy makes a lot of money. I None understand. of them are funny anymore. Yeah. Why don't they just go away? Well, Wrap it up. It's, it'd be nice, but a lot of people watch that stuff. I don't know. I told you I watched it when I was recovering, and I'll never watch him again. It's like, okay, yeah, stop. I, I don't know. You know. So we shall see what happens. You mean to tell me Stephen Colbert is paying his writers? Oh, my God. <laughs> Jeez. The Democrats pay him, so why yeah, do they pay so, the writers? Well, I think George Soros will probably pay his writers. To be, quite, to be quite honest with you, we have to keep the propaganda going. Yes, make feed sure. them, <laughs> make sure feed you, them, make sure you pay them. Wow, interesting, huh? Rapid fire, last version of the morning coming up next. We'll go around and update you on news you need to know. Uh, some good stuff, some a little horrifying on the world stage, though. An update on the, the the story that Diener had for you. He's got more on that as I, far as the Ukraine situation. I'm still saying it was Russia that did it. Fun stuff, too, though. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. All right, let's check it again. One last check uh, of the morning. Jen kicks it off with what? Well, this guy became an instant viral sensation yesterday purely because he was doing his job. I got to give him credit because you know what? He got up. He voted. You want to see people that represent you in government to do that? They're your representation. Minnesota State Senator. His name is Calvin Barr. He's a Republican. It's probably why he's getting so much crap. What did Calvin do? (laughs) Calvin is from East Bethel. They were voting on, I don't know, some Zoom call for some commission thing. And he wanted to make sure that he put in his vote. So they had everybody in the Zoom call. And as I guess it was the cheer woman is calling all the senators names. And they get to Calvin. Calvin is lying in bed, naked from the... You know, the, the waist up because he's in bed. I saw this. I saw this. And he, he hit, uh, he said, I, I vote yes. And then the screen went blank and all it said was his name on it. And went right but, back to bed? But no, it, he got up after that. Well, he might have gone back to bed, but at least he turned his screen black. But that split second of him being on the screen yeah. went viral like almost instantly. So they called him up. Apparently, people were concerned. He was like, "It is bad. What is he doing?" He's all disheveled and everything. Yeah. His hair is all over you the place. You could tell he had just woken up, and I don't well, know what time the vote. vote. Well, that's yeah. how I looked at it. But then you find out the guy's a truck driver by trade. Oh wow! He got home at four forty-five in the morning. He had literally just gone to bed, and they called him on this Zoom meeting, and he wanted to make sure he voted. So he got up and, and, you know, voted. I guess he went back to bed. But people are, like, giving him grief. I'm like, he got up and voted. Don't complain. Wow. And granted, he isn't the most great specimen to look at. But Is he, like, a big pasty white guy? Yeah, and he's kind of chunky. So You know you what? Know, but good for him. If, if Senator John Fetterman can walk into the Senate exactly. chambers in a hoodie and shorts and sneakers, right. which he did yesterday. He does make every, a vote. He yeah. does every day. To yeah. turn in a vote. Exactly. Yeah. Then you know this this representative who's a truck driver by trade and just went to sleep. I'll let him vote from bed if we're yeah. accepting what Fetterman does. Uh, that slob. I think break. people are trying to say that you know he was just goofing off and he was in bed and wasn't going to work. But once you have the story that he just right. got home, I wouldn't care as long as he made his vote. He got he rearranged his schedule to make sure he voted. There's nothing wrong with that. It is a funny image though when you don't know the story yeah. and it just yeah, it's, it's it's it just pants to him real quick and he's laying in bed. He's like, uh, uh, I vote yes. <laughs> I vote yes. <laughs> just everywhere. Happy Sleep. <laughs> then he forgot he voted. He kinda, Wait, no, I wanted no. Kind of reminded me of a chunky Fuster Brooks. Remember Uh-oh. the drunk guy? The oh, whole, yeah. The comedian drunk. Yeah, he was great. <laughs>
All right, here's a little update for you for a, uh, it's a big national story, and it turned out to be an international manhunt, but they found him about 11 miles away, that lunatic that shot up his, his uh. neighbors, like five people in uh, San Jacinto County in, in Texas. Here's the sheriff. They caught the guy. We now have this man in custody. He was caught hiding in a closet underneath some laundry. They got him. Yeah, without his shirt on. Was he because he, what'd you say, he was doing laundry? Man, maybe he was hiding under the laundry he was supposed to. Now he was not voting on a Zoom call. No, he was not. And, he was. Uh, uh, he's a bad guy. He's a. He's <laughs> yeah. He's a really bad hombre. But, Here's a guy that was, by the way, deported four times. Yeah. And then managed to get back. Shouldn't have been here. But you also said earlier they updated it. They also arrested people inside the house. So I well, guess they were. This, that's the speculation. Mm. There are multi. All they're saying out of the county in Texas is they've multiple people now. That would lead you to believe maybe the people harboring him, maybe it was family, friends, I don't know. All I but know, it's not just him, it's multiple arrests. Uh, all I know is they caught him in a town called Cut and Shoot. Yeah, that's and amazing. now all of a sudden the story says he was caught in a different city. People are probably like, maybe we shouldn't talk about Cut and Shoot. It's <laughs> like, okay. Now they just mentioned the county. Yeah, now they're just like, right. he was caught 11 miles away. Wow. <laughs> it's that, not mentioning Cut and Shoot. Is that not the most Texas town ever, though? Sure is. Cut and Shoot. I'd be Either that or somebody just made a really big joke on, uh, you know, I maybe. one of our services, and I fell for it. Do you think there's a cut and shoot high school? Because I'd like a T-shirt. Yeah, I know. <laughs> What's their Do you have any listeners in cut and shoot? <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, well, you, you teased it before we went to break, Bill. You said we were going to have an update on the breaking news that we actually talked about earlier in the last rapid fire that concerns Russia and Ukraine. Yeah. So there is an update here. So if, if you missed it, then it's really just starting to come out now, like on. Uh, you know, national news outlets and things like that. There's videos that shows some type of drone that flies over the Kremlin, presidential palace, whatever you want to call it there I've in Russia. I've seen the video for the first time. It's a bigger explosion than what I thought it was. Yeah, and they hit like the big dome. It did. Yeah. And so what happens is you see this drone fly over and there's like this, this explosion, little explosion that goes right over the Kremlin and the drone flies away. So what's happening is that uh, Russia has said that Ukraine sent over two drones to try to assassinate Putin. That they attacked the Kremlin and Russia shot down both drones and they will retaliate um, in kind, essentially. So now they're worried that they're going to go attack you know, the presidential headquarters in Kiev. It's not just them. We are directly involved with it. If they, what, it, it doesn't matter. That's the thing with Russia. If it's true or not, right? If they come out with some sort of a story next, later on today or tomorrow, that and they start claiming it's an American drone, right? But better watch out. And that's the problem there too, because now there's video. There's video to go along with their claims. Now, whether or not their claims are true is a different story, because the update is Ukraine has come out and said they have no knowledge of the overnight attacks on the Kremlin. But that's a big deal. I mean, that's that's the first time. You know, obviously there's a shooting war back and forth, you know, bombs, missiles, all those things. But that's the first time a major, you know, establishment like the Kremlin has had a direct attack on it. So that's why Russia's come out and said this is a terrorist attack. This is an assassination attempt on Putin. It's a major escalation. Whatever side you want to believe, it's it's not good. Wow. No. I still say Russia did it, and they're using it as a it's very possible the springboard to go in and just blast Ukraine. They very well could have, but they have the upper hand. There's no verif- no verification of who did it. They have the video, and they get to control the narrative. Unfortunately, hmm. uh, it's not good. No. Not good. And any out- possible outcome, it's just not good. Okay, so, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, I have better news. Words that were never spoken in my house, but when you were 16 years old, Diener, what were you doing? Uh, playing video games mm-hmm. and uh, in high school. Yeah. Okay, Bill. <laughs> Same thing, playing video games, probably playing sports. Yeah, you weren't like Raja, Krishnawami. 
He just graduated so. at 16 years old from the University of Pittsburgh with two separate bachelor's degrees. No, that wasn't me. <laughs> no. <laughs> His parents said at the age of three, he was reading by five algebra. Really? They had him in kindergarten and he came home and he went, they don't do anything I like. So they had to put him in a special advanced school. Wow. He graduated from a community college when he was 13. He's going back for his master's. He wants to be a software economics and mathematician expert. Wow. I don't ask me what. But it's an amazing feat. Here's the thing, though. Because you do have to stay in school. The kid's not entering the workforce. So there's nothing right. else you can do at that point but yeah. keep on getting degrees. How do you like that? But he got two bachelor's degrees. And, and they're like in computer science right. and, and something else. I mean, he's a really smart kid, obviously. But him. his parents knew at three that they were going to have a problem with this kid because he was so smart. Good for him. It's a good problem to have. I, sometimes <laughs> yeah, we run into these stories, and I think about the social life, though. That's it. Who can that kid relate to? Nobody. Yeah. You know, maybe that's got to be a lonely existence. Uh, maybe an Elon Musk. Yeah. You know? and maybe you end up working for like a SpaceX or something like that because that's you know he wants to do computer science. Yeah, yeah it's totally too. possible. But still, you're right. You know, he's a very awkward child. There's yeah. no doubt about right. it. Right. You know. But what kind of trouble would that kid have gotten into if the parents did didn't keep him? Accelerating degrees, you know what I mean? He probably would have been building robots that took over the world in his basement. He still might. And he still might. <laughs> he still might. <laughs> he's, the, he's the bad AI guy. Speaking oh, of no. AI and taking over the world, well, this is kind of uh, scary and amazing all at the same time. It's about this time yesterday, Diener was talking about this guy. The godfather of AI oh. stunned the tech world when he resigned from Google. Very cushy job, set for life, because he had so much guilt about developing artificial intelligence, and now he's quit his job so he can speak freely about it and warn the world how it needs to be controlled. Is this guy young or is he older? He's, he's older. He's been working on it for years. Wow. Um, it was a stunning thing when Jeffrey Hinton resigned, but now he's going to speak. I can't wait to hear what he says about this, and hopefully he's not just too nerdy not to understand it. He's going to speak at a live stream with MIT about the dangers of AI because he says he doesn't see how... He says it's hard to see how we can prevent bad actors from using it for bad things. That's not good. So is he I doing hope he it teams at, up with Elon? Yeah, really. Is he doing it at MIT because he's speaking to like the AI programmers at yeah. MIT? There's a big thing. There's a big split. It's like 50-50 split for the tech geniuses of the world who are for controlling it and those who want free reign. You know one of those who wants free reign? Bill Gates. Uh yeah, right. Well, yeah, I don't well, trust as far as I can throw. No, him. sir. I'm, yeah, I'm inter interested to see. Uh, I'm sure the clips will come out on social media later today. What, well, what he is he going to say? I don't. I almost don't want to know what he has I to know, say. I know it's scary. Godfather of AI, and he leaves it. Wow. Well, I'll leave you with this, guys, because I'll be honest, Jen. I come across lotto stories all the time. Oh, and you ignore them, and because, I ignore them because you don't want to really tick me off. But I can't ignore this one. Oh God! An Australian woman. Okay. Won a lottery jackpot worth more than six hundred and seventy thousand dollars. All right, it's pittance, so I don't care. All right, not too bad. <laughs> not enough. <laughs> it's not a million, but it's a good amount of money. But you know where she got her numbers from? Don't even tell me some Chinese cookie thingy. Her dream. Oh, you know what? She. Had <laughs> I want to slap her already. <laughs> Jeez. Why do you do this? She said she had a dream. Okay. She remembered the numbers from her dream, and she put them all on a lottery ticket. And she was shocked to see when she checked her balance. I guess they do like some type of online lottery in Australia. And she said she checked her balance and saw the money in there, and she was shocked to realize that her dream numbers had won her the lottery. 
How many people dream numbers and remember them? I don't even remember the dreams I have. Right. I know. Yeah, no. Do you remember? Last dream I remember, I think I was floating across the sky chasing cupcakes or something. This, <laughs> this, this lady is dreaming up, you know, she's winning numbers, million dollar lottery numbers. Is she's, there, she's lying. I was going to say, is there a chance she's making this whole thing up? Yes. Absolutely. Yes, okay. I got news for you. I win the lottery. I am going to make up the most incredible story you've ever heard. <laughs> and then never be seen again. And never, yeah, yeah. Bye. See you later. Wow. We'll go buy that island you were talking about yesterday. That's right. In Scotland. That's right. <laughs> right next that. to Nessie. The bar- bargain. Wow. Okay, let me ask you this. Yes. Is there a particular actor or actress that you're so enthralled with and you love so much that no matter what the movie's in, they are in, you'll go see it because they're in it? Do you want us to answer now? No, think about it. He's going to say The Rock. You know he is. You know, just (laughs) aggravate. You say The Rock, I'm throwing throwing (laughs) throwing a rock at you, just so you know. We got that, some other updates and headlines coming up next. Oh, by the way. What? I'm just going to throw this in there. There's new. You remember the uh, Alec Murdaugh whole story we all lived through forever? Did you see what he said? <laughs> Little update about one of the past murders in that family he's blabbing I about told now. told you that was, she was murdered. Wow. Jeez. Uh-oh. <laughs> all right, that and more. Coming up next, the East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Don't forget about the Morning Show blog. A couple of places to find it, 850WFTL.com. Also, the uh, 850 mobile app, all right there. You can listen live as well. You see our thing in the uh, 850 Facebook page and the discussion happening there about AM radio? Yeah. That was interesting. Yeah, it's, uh, we, I think somebody posted that AM is, is far more powerful than FM. Right. Basically, we cover more. We're more powerful. And just the comments that people had, they all seem to be very positive. Well, it turned into the discussion. You know, I love when it, the, 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 it turns over to the discussion dictated by the listeners and the, and the posters and commenters about AM radio going away off of cars. Some, which is which is a concern. Some guy even said, "Talk to Volvo. They've already taken the AM out of the AM radius, I, out a, of the radius in the car." We knew it was coming. It's a fight for real estate on the dashboard. Basically, right. is what it is. Which is another reason why I just think it's really important for people to get hip to the app. Just get ready for it. And plus, we sound a lot better on the app. Yeah, we're, we're more resonant. It's like radio makeup. Yeah, and, we and, sound a lot better, and we sound taller. <laughs> Taller and skinnier. Gee, you sound tall today. So I don't know. Get the app, So get you? the app, yeah. And you can win things there, too. Okay, see, I followed this Murdaugh mm-hmm. trial like it, there was nothing else in the world going on. And then I did all kinds of research. I told you that the housekeeper didn't fall over the dogs. She was been their housekeeper for 20-odd years. Like part and of all the family. Of a, yeah, and all of a sudden, the dogs trip her. Yeah. The, jail, the now-jailed double murderer, Alec Murdaugh, now says... Well, okay, maybe it's true that that the housekeeper's fatal trip and fall was not caused by the dogs. Didn't say what the cause was, but that wasn't it. Now, he said he was at the home, yet one of the son's girlfriends said Alec Murdaugh was not in the house when it happened. Which means it may have, the reason he's talking is it was his wife who pushed her. Oh my God. Or one of the kids. People have a habit of getting dead around that family. Yeah, they're not, it's not good. No. And then, so they, and it's everyone's saying, well, what's he talking for? Well, what are they going to do? Give him another life sentence? You know, he's not going to get the death penalty. So he's, that's already been taken off the table. So they're just going to give him what? Another 40 years behind bars? Which yeah, he's you know. got two consecutive life terms. He's not going anywhere now anyway. Now the kid. Is suspected of going to jail here soon. Once this trial starts for him, yeah, Buster there. Uh, apparently, the the alleged his alleged friend, I say that with quotes, uh, was found dead in the middle of the street, allegedly hit by a car, yet had no had no marks from being hit by a car. But 
also had all the marks of being beaten on the head with a blunt object like a baseball bat. They believe it was because it was going to be released that Buster was gay and that this young man that got killed was his boyfriend, and that could not happen in that family. Wow. So there, it, it, the father was the first person on the scene. How does that happen? You watch enough crime shows. Isn't that one of the first people they look at? Well, you know what? I don't believe in circumstances. <laughs> Things like that don't happen. Yeah, wow. it happened near their ranch. It was right. It, it, there are too many gutches. So that family, whether or not the kid had anything to do with it, I think it was the father that had everything to do with it. Anyway. What a group. I know. It's crazy. But I don't, think, I don't think that special is still on. They're going on to the Menendez brothers next, so that's going to be great. Are they really? Yeah, that's the next... Horror. They did Jeffrey Dahmer. Now they're doing the Menendez brothers. Oh, all the winners. Yeah, I can't wait. Okay, here's all the winners. Did you guys think about what actor or actress would get you to go to the movies, no matter what movie it's in that they're in? Yeah. All time would be, see, it's weird now because he's old, but Clint Eastwood. Oh, yeah. I loved everything he did. Uh, all of it. And, me and you both. Yeah, he was one. It'll be his son soon. Yeah. Scott, oh, he's so good looking. <laughs> Diener, do you just say The Rock? I'm going to throw something at you, so please don't say it. I won't say The Rock. Okay. Margot Robbie. Oh, oh Margot yeah. Robbie. Oh, yeah. She <laughs> ma- I hate to tell you, neither one of your picks makes the top no? 20. See, I mean, in all seriousness, though, I, I think probably Christian Bale is my, is my favorite actor. So I usually try to watch anything that he's in. Something you can count on for a good, it's, it'll be, you know it'll be a good performance, but right. they pick good roles. Yes. That's, that's who you need on this list. What do you think's number one on the list? Number one, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yeah, there you go. Oh, well, that, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's not forget about Maverick, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and Top Gun. Uh, and Mission Impossible. Those that's, movies have made more than all the rest of them. I guess it's got to come out soon, right? Yeah. Number two on the list. Yes. It's The Rock, isn't it? <laughs> oh, no. Come that on. idiot. It is. It's only because he's in everything. That's true. Won't turn anything in- down. Including his own videos. Tom Just- Hanks was third, followed by Brad Pitt, Denzel Washington, and Julia Roberts. I don't know yeah. if Tom Hanks is... He's another one. He hasn't done a bad movie, has he? No. And everybody really. loves Tom Hanks. Yeah. Just you know, don't travel with him. Yeah, he, I know. He never makes it to where he's going. Oh, boy. Apollo 13. The, castaway. The Castaway. Yeah, all of them. What was the The plane one? The, uh, <laughs> the uh, I'm your captain now. <laughs> yeah, captain, right. captain Phillips. Never yeah. travel with, with him. No. He never gets to the final destination. <laughs> no, no. Well, we're at our final destination. <laughs> yeah. Woohoo! Another day down. Tomorrow? What day is it tomorrow, Bill? May the 4th. Woo! Oh, God help us all. It's uh, Star Wars Day. We'll be back tomorrow at 6. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. We'll see you then.